This new segment called Music Retrospective will explore the songs of Glass Spirits. With my co-host, Coco from San Diego, I'll be recounting the experiences I had with the people who have inspired these songs, the song's conception, and the aftermath of letting these people know I wrote a song about them. Many of these stories are very embarrassing, but I hope they give a little insight on the mind of the artist. Coco and I discuss behaviors that stem from anxiety, substance use, actions that can be considered to be maladaptive behaviors, including self-harm. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. All right. Um, okay, and then on the count of three, we'll both say happy International Women's Day. Okay. One, two, three. Happy, happy International, International Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> What day was that? It was, it was March 18th. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, okay. The wardrobe change. Yeah. And the thing is, is when I filmed it, I was heavier. So, yeah, I hope no one notices. Here we go. One, two, three. Happy <laughs> International <laughs> Women's Day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why is this cracking me up so much. Um. Okay. <laughs> what if we alternate? You say happy, I say international. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Happy International <laughs> Women's Day. <laughs> okay. We're gonna try. We can do this. I believe in us. Okay. <sighs> okay. Think about dying animals or something. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. One, two, three. Happy, Happy International, International Women's, Women's Day. Day. Welcome to Pepe and Ibra's new segment called Music Retrospective. Uh, it's where we'll be talking about the songs of Glass Spirits and the stories and the people behind them. Um, I have with me here a very special guest. Uh, she's a musician, a yoga instructor, a crafty person, an all-around creative individual. She is... Coco from San Diego. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> very kind. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, yeah. Thank you so much for. Um, well, first, I'll kind of let the audience know. Usually, after our guests in an episode, we have an after show where Abe and I talk about you know, our guests or certain things that are happening in our band. And for those of you who have been following our podcast, um, Abe's wife, uh, Sue, has passed away a few months ago. And so um, he has is still in the process of grieving. And, um, you know, he has just been burnt out and doesn't want to do the podcast anymore, <laughs> at, at least at this point. Mm -hmm. And so that's absolutely fine. And I respect that. And um, he started off doing the podcast as a way to distract him at first, but now um, in, you know, with ho certain holidays coming up mm -hmm. um, have brought back memories of um, him and his wife, like Valentine's Day, um, her birthday, and then um, what will be coming up is Mother's Day and Abe's birthday. So just major events in their lives, which he, you know, won't be sharing with her mm -hmm. anymore. And it's um, they've been they've been together for 37 years. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're all wishing the best for Abe and um, his 
grieving and uh, I hope he can, you know, grieve in peace. And, um, yeah. So, uh, luckily, you know, some very good friends have stepped in, stepped up. And so, yeah, thanks so much for subbing for Abe and being down to start this new segment with us. Um, so yeah, um, in our episode with Marina Harris, Mm -hmm. um, we talk about vocal, um, not um some kind of routines to keep vocalists um relaxed and i told her that um for really important gigs mm-hmm. uh, the day before i give myself an enema okay and um i guess this is kind of weird segue um <laughs> relating to poop yes. um deified okay it's about poop <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's, it's not about poop it's actually deified is about well the root word is like mm-hmm. deity like yeah, a god, god. Mm-hmm. and so um to deify someone mm-hmm. is to make them into a god and mm-hmm. so that's what the song is about making someone into a god i know that's really healthy folks but yeah. um yeah i mean that's you're inca- acknowledging it now <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's um it's uh infatuation you know so um yeah, I wrote it in music school. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna give away this person's instrument and what they played, but I I wrote it for them, mm-hmm. and um, and so I went to I like and and then I ha- I was dropping in and out of um the the violin performance program at Cal State Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And when I was out of the program, I was enrolled in a commercial music program at Long Beach City College. And I was working on synthesizer drum machine programming. And so I had like this really electronic version of Deified. Mm-hmm. And it's not that way now with Glass Spirits. Mm-hmm. And so it was, at the time, I thought it was really creative, but it was poorly executed. And I was singing it really bad is it this was the first song you wrote for some i mean about someone no it's it's not i mean i've written songs about people since i was 11 okay and so i was i was 18 when i wrote deified oh my gosh it, it seems <laughs> time like time flies <laughs> yeah it seems like such a long time ago this isn't a quite an it's old a lifetime song. yeah and so um so so basically, I I wrote the song, I recorded it with all these synth parts, and then like my mic technique wasn't good, and I wasn't singing good. It was just kind of like almost like a draft in a way. And but I I was like proud of it because I got to show my friends what I've been working on, my friends who were still in that music school, mm-hmm. and then um, I went to. The deified guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm actually not gonna say his name, but um, he, his music recital. Uh-huh. It was either his junior or senior one. I can't remember. So I went to his recital, mm-hmm. and um, people were coming up to me because people it, like I. You tell one person you like someone, everyone just ends up knowing. Especially, yeah. Yeah, like, oh god, and so. And so people were coming up to me, and they were like, yeah, he's single now. He's single now. And I'm, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, why are you telling me why this? Why is everyone telling me this? <laughs> yeah. So, um, awful. But anyways. That's and awkward. so then, um, the friends who I have shown the, the recording to, um, they were like, oh, my God, this is the perfect time to give him your song. And I was like, no, this is not finished. It's awful. So you at that time knew that? 
I knew it because yeah. I knew because it, it wasn't finished. It wasn't done. And mm-hmm. it, ugh, yeah. So um, and then they were just like, you're always going to want to know what happens. This is like your only opportunity to do this. And I'm like, why do I need to do this? They're like on and pressuring on, you <laughs> on like this major junction, this important day of his life. And like, why do I need to put my impose myself into that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Thank you, friends. <laughs> and so I ended up like. I'm such a sucker. I just ended up doing it because I thought it was like a dare. Or well, what? no, just people just convinced me that it was such a good like, idea. This is a good, yeah, normal. This is <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I these went... are not very nice people. Was I one of these people? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. These are you. You know, a couple of these. Okay, people. but I wasn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll edit this okay. out. It was Sam, Christina, and Vince. So they were. Yeah, they yeah. had the best intentions, yeah. but they were young too. They were yeah, like no one knew what the fuck they were doing at that time. Yeah. So. Anyways, mm-hmm. I go in my car. I get this scratched up CD um, of the song, and then like <laughs> I I go up to him, and then the first line of the song is "I love your big blue eyes." Okay. And then when I actually <laughs> now you know I realize how ignorant I was about him, and I didn't really know him. I go up to him, and I'm like, like he doesn't have blue eyes. <laughs> exactly. I go. What color are your eyes? And then he's like, they're green. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, this isn't about you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, and then he like kind of chuckles because it was such a random question. And I was like, oh, yeah, it comes okay. out of left field. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like the first line of the song. Yeah. And I think and you realized maybe... I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did you change the lyrics or no? Um, no, I didn't. I just gave it to him as is. No, I, I mean, no, later. No. No, because it is, doesn't, it doesn't go well. Go well, yeah. So, um, yeah, but so I... his big blue eyes. <laughs> but he didn't have, like, something to listen to it right then, right? No, okay. no, no. So then um, his family was cleaning up the, the reception of the recital area and stuff. And so um, I was going up to them, and I had, like, the CD... And I was like stuttering. I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of like looked a little confused. And and I was like, I finally mustered up be- to, um, you know, to say Words. like, this is like for you. About and then, you? Or- well, I said, I think I said for you. Okay. And then I kind of like hand it to him like this, mm-hmm. you know. Like um, it's a gift. Like a, like some kind of like, like bread sacrament. Yeah, you're church. like he is a deity. <laughs> <laughs> I bow down to you. <laughs> so, oh my God, is is my eye makeup smeared at all? You're good. Okay. Good friends tell each other yeah, if their eye good. makeup is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like this one Without time being asked. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Like, one time, like I spent time with a friend, and my eye makeup was all—it was a guy. Okay. It was all smeared. Maybe you like that look. I don't know. I look like a fucking raccoon <laughs> when I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, "What the hell?" And anyways, and he didn't care, but whatever. Anyways. Okay, so back to the story. I was giving him the... Um, the sacrificial CD. <laughs> and, then, and then his dad was... I remember his dad was cleaning up in the background. And his dad was chuckling. And, and it's, it's like his 
dad knew what I was, was happening. Like, yeah. and, like his dad was like, oh, she's giving him a song about him. Yeah, it's like he knew. He, he knew. Because what else would she be doing? If she's, <laughs> it's not a mixed CD. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, and that was it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then later on, um, I, I don't think it was that day. It might have been like another day. I forget all about it, um, whatever. And so, um, and then so I, he's, I, I go to this um, party, this house party with, um, at a, a house with a bunch of musicians there. Mm-hmm. And um, so I use the restroom <clears throat> and I take a dump. Oh. Right. Wait, whose house is this? This was just like a Friend. musician. Um, I mean, someone in the program, yeah. like but, you know, okay. whatever. Who cares? Take and a dump. I, so I take a dump, and this is like pre. What is that? Um, <clears throat> Pooby gone or what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> poopery, poopery or whatever. And uh, so yeah, I take a dump, and then as soon as like I leave the bathroom, uh-huh. he, I see him. He was sitting down he sees me come out of the bathroom and then he walks straight up to me why would he do that and then, <laughs> and then i totally freaked out because yeah. I, I was like oh my god like please I just, like <laughs> i just took a dump and please do not use the restroom after me just yeah please like uh, yeah give me something yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so and then so then I close the door behind me I'm like guarding the door and then he's like yeah the, the I listened to the song and it was amazing and then at that point like I wasn't listening to him at all yeah, I just, just wanted him about- I was thinking, thinking about like him smelling my shit yeah. that's all I was thinking about and then I I I don't know if I was like traumatized or something because I don't remember saying anything. I might have said like, oh, thanks or something. But I remember guarding the door and looking down and not looking at him. (laughs) While he's saying, it's amazing. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then he just like walks away. (laughs) He's like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but maybe he didn't even think the song was about him because his eyes are green. So, oh, that's true. So he just thought you were listening. Like, you're like, here's a song I wrote. Can you give me a critique? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Were the the other lyrics like, did they let him know that it was about him? (sighs) Nothing was like specifically identifying about him. Um, well, actually, oh, but it gives away his instrument. Okay. Oh, so, fuck. So, I, which I don't really want to talk about on this podcast. So, there was like one thing that, like, he'd be like, well, why would you give me a song? Yeah. 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 And then with like the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. And I think I made it obvious. Like, I wrote on the CD, like, for blah, blah, blah. Hearts. Um, uh, probably not, not the hearts. Because that's a little yeah. much. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I had a little bit of taste. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I I had sharp a lot of sharpie markers back then, so I was at well, least able you to write, write it. You write on the CD and like yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so I did that, and then um, oh gosh, maybe maybe I'll cut this out, but I'll just mention yeah. this. So another, <clears throat> I think this is another day. See, this, same guy. this is this is huh? Same guy. We're talking about the same guy, the deified same guy. Song. So I didn't even know he was at this party, but my friend Another Larry, party? Uh, this is a different musician party, I think. So I think um, my, uh, yeah, my friend told me that he was there. 
<clears throat> and I was really drunk. And so <laughs> I was making out with a girl and I was wearing high heels. So it was like at a musician's house, right? Yeah. And so people were like playing music and uh -huh. it wouldn't be surprising, right? Yeah. So, um, so while I was making out with her, I was really clumsy and drunk on my heels. I tripped on my heels. So while I was making out with her, we fell on bongo players. <laughs> <laughs> we just fell on top of like both three, of you. Yeah, on top of three people that were playing. <laughs> like they had no clue what was about to just like boom. What? <laughs> how did you? How do you like recover from that? Like, <laughs> I don't even remember. I think maybe I just like rolled You're off. Like, them. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. not rolling to this bush. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, this was inside, yeah, like indoors. indoors. Oh my. It's worse, right? Yeah. So what happened with you and like the you guys just part ways after and that? the girl? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Pretty like, much. You're like yeah, this is so. not okay. So then what yeah. happened? Um. And Did then you later. See yeah. My friend told me that he saw that. He's like, so. <laughs> so yeah. Um. I mean. I have every right to have fun or whatever. Yeah, no, but, but, you know, but what a way to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely um, probably didn't leave the most flattering impression. Well, so. entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, but there is an epilogue to that. So okay. I'll, 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 I'll back. yeah. Well, I'll circle back to that. Okay. To the deified guy. Okay. Uh -huh. Something unspoken guy. <laughs> so. Oh. Um, <clears throat> the first line of the song is we played this game in another life. Mm -hmm. So it's talking about, it's referring to destiny and seeing someone again. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's about, I used to work in a call center in Bristol, England, and Bristol is a hundred kilometers west of London. Mm -hmm. So I, I worked there when I was studying abroad and, um, and there was a guy who worked there, um, We'll call him something unspoken guy. Yeah. And so, um, nice name. Yeah. And so, oh no, we actually came up with um, like a code nickname? name for him. Oh, okay. Oh, Horatio. Horatio. Oh, which is yeah. now, which is now the name of my rabbit. Oh, yes. You know, 20, 20 years later. Yeah, came back. <laughs> we got, so, and it's like, um, you were, what's, what's the first line of lyric or the lyric? Uh, we played this game in another, another life. life, and then you get a bunny. Like it's named him, or no? So you keep it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't even put Think that together. Him. Yeah. So he's Horatio. Yeah. So he he's Horatio, right? Mm -hmm. So um, so I met I first met Horatio at this call center in mm -hmm. Bristol, Bristol, England. Mm -hmm. Then I went back to the states for the summer. Then I went back to England uh, for mm -hmm. another year, but oh. I moved to London, mm -hmm. and um. And then I needed like a part, I had like a work visa and I wanted like a part-time job. Mm -hmm. And so when I was applying to a certain call center and when I was in the process of applying, th there's just tons of call centers in London, yeah. like tons. Right. And so when I went to this only one I had an interview with, I think I only applied mm -hmm. to one too. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a random one I chose and no one recommended it to me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, not, none of my former co-workers from Bristol mentioned anything, right? And so I just chose it out of the blue. And then I see Horatio there. And um, I see him and I'm just like, hey, 
Horatio. <laughs> I'd actually call him Horatio, no, no, right? No, okay. No. And then he's like, hey, I mean, mm-hmm. it's so nice to see you. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you're applying to work here. And I'll put in like a good word for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and so just throughout, like I developed this crush on him. Uh-huh. And so then I write the song. We had an open mic night. To get where, to know everybody. <clears throat> yeah, where I think I might have performed the song for him. That was about him. So he actually heard it. Like, he he might have. I don't even remember. I, I think I definitely played Deified that night. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so then I write the song, and then I was like, okay, this is perfect. I'm gonna leave the country soon, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna give him this song maybe like a week before I leave the country. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and so I record the song. And so my recording techniques are much better at this point yeah. and my singing's better. I, I, I would like to think so. Mm-hmm. And it's a more electronic version of the song than the way I perform it with mm-hmm. Abe in Glass Spirits. So um, I, I record the song, I make it into an MP3 and I didn't have like an MP3 case. Okay. So, um, so what, what happens mm-hmm. was that my coworker and like made like this event and invited him mm-hmm. um a guy that liked her which she didn't like back but she was totally being like my wing woman to like you know help me out and friend. so yeah she's a good friend yeah. and so, <laughs> and so basically the plan was to cook fried chicken and i i don't know i know it was fried, really weird there's a reason for fried chicken i i i don't know i think i really like fried chicken yeah. at the time especially wings okay. and so we bought wings from tesco or i did okay. or whatever uh-huh. and then i remember um like cooking <laughs> yeah. i didn't know how to cook fried, fried chicken yeah yeah, you and um, batter it, right? What did you do? I don't remember what I did. I just but remember putting it chicken. on the, the, <laughs> the pan. It just, yeah. And so so the plan was, mm-hmm. I, from what I remember, I might have to, like, check with her again. Yeah. But, like, is that she forgot something uh-huh. at a store okay. or needed to pick up something and would go with the guy that she likes to, to the store, leaving uh-huh. me and Horatio together alone. Mm-hmm. And that would be the time that I give him the song. Okay. So all of this was planned pretty fast. Yeah. And um And you're leaving in a week. Yeah. And so I didn't have a case for the for the USB oh. key. Because it's no it, longer a CD now. It's no, no longer, longer a C- we're, we're progressing <laughs> in time. It's no longer a CD. MP3. And, <laughs> and so um I didn't have anything. So I put it in one of my my pill bottles, you know, like the orange bottles with okay, like, like traveling or oh no, like a pill, like a like medication, a medication, right? So I put it in one of those, I put it in, yeah. and then <laughs> and I just realized, like, uh, I was like, okay, cool, it's gonna have my name on it and stuff, but then remember was, me, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna see what you were taking a prescription for. <laughs> and the thing was, the, the prescription was for anxiety, <laughs> it's ends. Anxiety medication. <laughs> I'm giving you a song about you. <laughs> and so, and and then after it happened, it was like such a trip that did I you did. give it to him. I I gave it to him. Oh, and so um, oh God, now I remember something else that I did. Okay, so um, and and uh, you know, in later on, I released the song in iTunes, which you cannot find anymore because I had them take it down. Um, <laughs> like a year later, because I'm crazy like that. So um, I uh, 
we we put it on um yeah so so a picture of like my um of of the bottle mm-hmm. of the med- medication bottle is like the cover of- i feel like i remember seeing that <laughs> yeah is <laughs> is so you kept it going <laughs> it's album art yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i'm gonna just own this <laughs> Because then maybe he'll think it was like super, like you were thinking ahead. Like this is gonna be the album cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And I remember. I. Oh my God. I'm so dumb. I also wrapped the USB key in like a slip of paper that and rolled, rolled it, uh, rolled, rolled it around the USB key, and it was like a dumb poem or saying oh. about like Pandora's box or something. Oh my. <laughs> you were like really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm just You're like super creative <laughs> no, i was like trying to be like i was like want to be deep you know yeah and so it, now like he, imagine him he's getting like these different things so before i give it to him i was cooking him fried chicken, fried chicken <laughs> and i did turned out to be chicken <laughs> it turned out to be raw chicken oh, no. and i didn't cook it properly so was it, it was chicken wings or? chicken wings okay. and so i thought i was done but, but I remember him like eating it and it was like still oh, no. raw and then he wanted to be really polite and he just kept eating it. Well, he... Yeah, and so like I hope he didn't get salmonella or anything like that, but um yeah, it was pretty bad. I hope her ratio is okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um he obviously yeah. cared about you a little to just eat raw <laughs> chicken. <laughs> so, it's like I really um, don't want to hurt her feelings. <laughs> yeah. And so um and so I gave him the the medication bottle and I was like, Oh, this is for you and I didn't say anything. I was like and he was like, Okay. And then he opened it. You know how confusing that must be to like, like get this medication bottle. Like this is for me. Okay, that's odd. Like <laughs> yeah. and then it says, um, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he opens it up. There's like this thing about Pandora's box uh-huh. and then like a USB key. Which he and- can't do anything with. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so then I'm like, okay. And then and then luckily my friend and my wing woman and the wingman they come by and they're just like okay yeah let's you know finish this festivity and then the night ended mm-hmm. i was like okay that's it like i gave him the song hopefully he takes the hint and i was like okay that's it right that's like my hurrah to him so then i completely forgot i had to go back to work to pick up my check <laughs> and so I I had like all my shit with me, like my bag. Like you were picking violin, up right before you left. All, all close to like almost before I left. You know, I was just like getting things in order, and I was like really busy. Mm-hmm. And um, I I forgot what he said to me, but he um oh man, I wish I remembered what he said. But Who I ran talked to. Yeah, I I remember um, going to work, and then he kind of like I was trying to avoid him, mm-hmm. and but you can't like it was obvious that you. You have like a backpack on. <laughs> a backpack, like, like your violin. violin. It was it was hard to hide, oh, you know. I, and so he ran into me, and <laughs> I think he said that he liked the song. I think, but well, you know, yeah. like when when these moments happen, when these it's, guys kind of like confront me about these things, it's like, 
I, I you shut down. I yeah, exactly. I like get out of my body. I don't yeah. remember anything because yeah. I'm just like so nervous. But what I do remember is that when it was happening, mm-hmm. like people that were supposed to be working around us, they were like. <laughs> something's odd (laughs) they they were like totally like trying to listen in Uh and to like what we were talking about it was it was very strange um so yeah i actually um i i think when i went back three years later three four years later to Mm -hmm. england to visit my wing woman friend okay um I went back to that call center. Did you work with her? Yeah, I worked worked with her. her. Yeah, she was my coworker, and so she knew him. That's why she was able to invite him. Okay. And so um, we. Oh, and then still at the call center. Yeah, she was at the call center. Um, uh, I came back to visit England, and I go to that call center, and then um, and so. Um, I asked to like see him, and so he came out to the lobby, uh-huh. and <laughs> and then I just got really nervous, uh-huh. and I and we I don't know if he was nervous or just being awkward, yeah. And uh, okay, so there was like a delivery guy deli- <laughs> <laughs> delivering <laughs> delivering water, okay. And, and so he was the delivery guy was the water guy was signing all this paperwork on the Uh counter. Okay. And so me and Horatio were talking and it was like in front of him, in front of him. And it was the most awkward conversation that even the delivery guy like stopped writing and looked at. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) it was just so weird. Cause it was, okay. I think I kind of remember what it was. It was like, I was going to go out and have drinks with my wing woman yeah. and he uh i had a hard time asking him to come with us yeah and i was like it was something along the lines like oh we're going to be going out to drink and then he was like <laughs> oh really and i was like yeah cool um <laughs> it was nice seeing you <laughs> it, i remember it was just very vague and unclear like you and- wanted him to invite himself or what I wanted him to come and I was I think I was trying to invite him but I was failing and I was re- being really vague and unclear yeah. and we didn't know where he stood. Yeah, and I just, yeah, so um yeah. So was that the end of that? So that was the end of that, but there's also an epilogue to that too. Okay, so, gonna... <laughs> so there's all these epilogues. Okay. okay. Life. Yeah, okay. So now um uh Charlize. Okay, mm. so Charlize happened. I wrote Charlize when I came back from England. Um gosh, I really I I don't know. This it's it kind of involves a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um and it it it's basically about this one night of just like ghetto partying and it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, well, I mean, I don't know. I guess people can, a lot of people really like this song. Um, it was very catchy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. And the music video is pretty oh, awesome. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't even know why I put this on here. Cause I, I guess because it's a popular song, people want to know about it. Yeah. But it's like, it's so the hard history. to talk you about it gave it to the guy i Did ended you? up doing that okay. so i'll talk okay. about that in the so pa- epilogue <laughs> <laughs> so it's just 
uh, weird. Um, actually, but there I, was a I, different I, meaning behind it. Like the others were more straightforward. Like, well, and maybe or, more like innocent or like, um, like this is about you from my like, and this uh, like, like more romantic. And maybe this one, I don't know if it's not romantic, yeah. but it's a little bit more about a weird time. Is that? It's definitely that. It's about, yeah, okay, but definitely um, touches up upon some maladaptive behaviors yeah. I've had. Yeah. Um, unhealthy ways of thinking about yeah. relationships, for sure. That's in mm. the song, but you know, it's not, I hopefully make it sound kind of cool. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's um, a cool song, but the lyrics, I think are definitely not like a romance like if it doesn't feel like a healthy i guess yeah. relationship <laughs> yeah yeah not it, it definitely wasn't not to say, but yeah no 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 for for yeah. sure it wasn't like the most ideal situation mm. um but, but yeah, yeah it's so, um it was kind of like a step up in terms of like rawness and realness in okay, a way yeah. so uh, you opened yeah. yourself up more like in terms he, of the the writing that, yeah, 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 in that sense. Yeah, it's um uh, I, I was like allowing myself to be a little dark. Uh-huh. So, okay. The reason why Charlize was weird, um I did consider possibly giving the Charlize guy the song and I wanted to be creative about it. You know, the way I had okay. been with something unspoken. Okay. And so um now I I got to like change this slightly. Mm. Because I don't to want to to protect certain things because I don't want to encourage violence or self harm in any way. Mm -hmm. But so the Charlie Sky got in an accident um, and got and had some trauma to the head where he got. <laughs> I'm trying not to reveal a lot. He got hit on the head with okay. something. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, you're, so you're still injured. following along. Yeah, right. no, okay, I'm... okay. So then, um, so then my idea was to also put the song on a USB key. Okay. Right. Okay. Have you seen the that game show Legends of the Hidden Temple? Is that like Nickelodeon? It's like on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It's yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like at the end of the show, like the kids would run through things okay. and like mess with props yeah. to get to a certain level. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and so, yeah, one of they would have to go through these certain rooms of the temples. And so, for to enter one of the rooms, um, the uh, the kids, the contestants would have to like pummel through um, this styrofoam brick wall. So mm -hmm. I had this idea that. Okay, I can go get a frame with styrofoam blocks and I can create a brick wall, right? And okay. so, and then my idea was to paint a target on the brick, on like the and fake styrofoam the... brick wall. And so I would leave, and so I would embed the USB key on a string uh -huh. and put it and attach it to the frame. Yeah. And then I would have the paint on the target and I would put a note that says bash your head on this target <laughs> and then and, then and, then, and that was my idea uh, right yeah, that was your creative like, yeah and then um but that it didn't happen it fell through and, yeah. well the thing was yeah because it was just such a crazy time mm -hmm. but when i was workshopping this idea to my sister and so she was like so you want <laughs> the guy that you like 
to, to find the song that you've written about him by reenacting something traumatic that happened to him. <laughs> yeah, I like how she like, like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, and I well, like, maybe not. <laughs> well, you know, and how much time are you going to spend doing that? <laughs> And you so should just like, get drywall and like put it. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Yeah, like, this is true love. <laughs> I was like, this. Listen to my reasoning behind this, okay? Um, I was like, no one in the fucking world is ever gonna do anything like this for him ever again, yeah. and he's gonna remember it for the rest It'll... of his life. And <laughs> and then she was like. There's a reason why no one else in the world would do this. <laughs> She's like, I'm giving you an out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I didn't end it. up doing it. And Dang then so it. things happened where I just never got around to it. And um, and the funny thing is, is I actually, one of his friends um, is a drummer yeah. and was playing in a band and he had a rehearsal space uh. and actually jammed this song out. Was that his drummer friend? Oh, wow. But you know, they had no idea like that song was about him. Yeah, because and I had a recording of it because uh, I have a recording of everything. I'm psycho, so yeah. I yeah. mean, you were gonna give him a styrofoam wall that he could punch his head in with <laughs> to get the song that you wrote about him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but okay, but it, it, it was sentimental. Like you know, honestly, is it kind of crazy? I mean. Um, uh, it's just not something that I think would bring him to a good headspace. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he wants to remember that night or that day, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. Um, so yeah. It was uh, creative. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. And so, um, the, the next one on our list mm -hmm. is love sick love. That's mm -hmm. another one that, um, some of our fans who have bought our CD, Mysteries mm. of Rhythm, mm. um, have really liked. And uh, let me see. What can I say about it? So you know the guy that it's about. Mm -hmm. um, you've met him. You remember him? I don't know. Okay. Do. Okay. <laughs> it's um, Okay. So basically, when I was in a band with Psycho Bitch. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 She's definitely. Okay. And for our audience. Because I don't really want to talk about this person. Um, of course, I'm grateful for the time and effort, uh, you know, and the, and the experience. I think it was mutual in terms of, like, the musical experience that we enjoyed. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's things that happened off stage, all these antics. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm responsible for some of them. And, but, yeah, okay, so just putting it out there, I'm definitely psycho, but... I'm like an AK-47 psycho. She's like um, an atomic bomb psycho. Okay, so like on a whole other level. Yeah. So, She's, yeah. 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 I, yes, I will agree. <laughs> Thank you. You're a good friend. So, um, yeah. So, so at the time, I was in this band with this psycho bitch. Mm -hmm. So I, I just need a never, n better name for her, but that's the first thing that came up it's in just my like, head. You can't like let that part go. Like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, so um your instinct. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, and then we played at this place in Hollywood called Howl at the Moon. Mm -hmm. 
that's actually the first line of the song from a how you heard a crying mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah and so after we performed this guy comes up to us and he just starts talking about music and he was with a friend and i was like looking into his eyes I was like oh he's kind of cute and then he was just like yeah the music kind of reminded me of you know he was like listing all these like 90s things Mm -hmm. I don't know if he like said Tori Amos but then he said yeah I'm a child of the 90s and then when he said that I'm like a huge like nostalgia nerd I was Uh like oh my god I love this guy (laughs) (laughs) he's amazing yeah Yeah, yeah. he's amazing who is this guy and then like I got his email uh huh I was like, oh, and this is like a perfect way to pick up on people, like, you know, without being a total creep. You you join, you form a band, and you have a mailing list. Okay, yes. Right? Because yeah, you're, you're collecting their email yeah. for music stuff, yeah, not to, to hit on them, no. right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Completely legit. Yeah, <clears throat> legit. Tip. Okay. <laughs> Tip of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, let me take a swig of this. Yeah. Um, so then I got his email and I invited him. What did I invite him to? I I don't know if I invited him to a show. Maybe I invited him. No, no, no. I think I invited him to the, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I invited him to this, um, mm. <laughs> I can oh get that out. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I invited him to this, um, mansion party because i bought these tickets from someone i didn't really know and it just at the time it Mm -hmm. sounded cool because i was like oh i've never been to a mansion okay what are these mansion parties like i'm thinking maybe it's like a playboy Uh mansion right it wasn't it wasn't (laughs) wait so where you get these tickets i don't i don't know some like like somebody on the street like i was like talking to some bitch and then she was just like oh yeah i have these tickets to a mansion party and you Mm -hmm. know they're just like 20 bucks or whatever yeah. and i'm like okay whatever i had the money yeah. and then like i so i paid for psycho bitch and her fiance's ticket and um what was it and oh, love sick loves guys mm-hmm. ticket and so um yeah and i invited him to go and then <laughs> i'm so dumb and so i got dressed up to be really nice and then we picked him up and then he looked really nice and then i was like Oh, are we on a date? Is this a date? Because he looked really nice. No, no, no. I didn't tell him that. I was just thinking that because I couldn't tell. Like, you know? like he dressed up. He dressed up. I mean, He's I going dressed to a up. mansion. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was so dumb. We went. Uh-huh. It was basically like a I think, house party. Or? No, it was. Ba- I think someone just rented an empty mansion. Okay. And just sold a bunch of tickets. Because it's like, no one was, there's like music or whatever, but but no one knew each other. People were just like running around. What a weird... It was just weird and dumb. No one was doing drugs or anything. It was nothing wild. Um, No one... saw a whole bunch of people that bought tickets No one naked. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, oh man, this is really whack. Yeah. But I was happy. I was like with them... Um, with them at the time yeah. and with him and we were just talking and then afterwards um we went to um tommy's the burgers no. it's like burgers and fries uh-huh. or something okay. it's yeah. like ch- they sell chili dogs okay and it was so gross because the chili dogs greasy. were really super greasy that there was like a layer of wax on my uh, lips yeah uh, yeah it was, <laughs> it was bad but 
But you were with him. I was with him (laughs) and I was happy. And then we had like some good eye contact going Mm -hmm. on. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is amazing. Right. So, um, (laughs) and, um, we were on the way to like dropping him off. And, um, and he starts joking about Star Wars okay. and because he's like a Star Wars fan and he mm. was just talking about Jedi mind tricks. Okay. So for any of our fans, that's where the lyrics mind trick comes in. Okay. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and then I was like sitting like facing forward. Uh-huh. And then so he was on my left and then he like turns to me and then like he grabs my hand and then and you're in, and like, he, a booth or something no or? no we're in the back of the car oh, okay and okay. psycho bitch and her fiance were driving mm. and so he grabs my hand and he like looks at me and then i'm just sitting there not looking at him mm. and i was completely frozen oh my gosh and, <laughs> and i didn't know what to do yeah. and i was just like like Oh my he god! Touched me. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then, and then he like gently puts it down, and then just like turns away. And then I was like, "That was it." Uh, well, because like I wasn't like doing froze. anything. I froze. So he's like, "I guess I'm wrong." <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, "Oh, poor guy." And I was like, "But." And then for me, I was like, "Oh, it's too late." Or oh. He regretted doing that, or he didn't mean to do that. In my warped mind, <laughs> like I don't mean to grab your hand while we're driving, because <laughs> in my like warped insecurity, yeah. mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, he didn't mean to touch me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. You know, he it was like an accident or something, right? And so, um, so yeah, and that part in the lyric, I say, your touch is electrifying, but I'm still dead, and um, so that's that. <laughs> Oh, sad. <laughs> um, I, but I'm still dead, and I'll just think it was in my head Aww. a mind trick. Um, <clears throat> from the force that brings me to the darker side. Anyways, I'm not gonna sing the song. Oh. Um, because I've I've done enough singing on people's voice messages. Um, you're good. You're <laughs> soft. You're good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so then I was at a bar with Psycho Bitch. Was and later. I or think you, you might have been there. Uh, this is an, another day. Okay. And then I just kept thinking about that night and like okay. all those like lyric ideas. Uh-huh. And then I just had, I usually don't do this. I don't usually don't bring a guitar to a bar, but I brought a guitar to like this dive bar. And then so I was just running around this bar yeah. <laughs> with my guitar yeah. and like writing the song write down the song. on napkins. Yeah. And... I think Psycho Bitch might have been like annoyed with me because I was just doing my own yeah. thing. And I was like, like, no, you don't understand. I got to write the song. I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. Inspiration is hitting me. Right. So um, uh-huh. I write the song in this bar. And um, and so, yeah, I finish it and mm. it, it came out pretty fast. And so <clears throat> and then I record it and, and I'm just doing like the chords i wish i had the recording of it um i it's it's pretty it's kind of awful yeah it's 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 really raw yeah (laughs) and so you still have it somewhere or it it should be somewhere somewhere. you don't know where this this has to be like 10 plus years ago okay 10 ish years Mm -hmm. ago right yeah okay so i recorded the song so again we're in this time era 
no more CDs. I put it on a USB key. And you roll it up. No, no, <laughs> I didn't do. Okay. Actually, this is what I did. Uh-huh. I think I told you. Because uh, you were with me. Because we I had a gig. This, but you got to tell me again. We had a gig at the mm. Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Me and Psycho Bitch. Okay, that was in San Diego. Was no, no, this was in Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Okay. Like West Hollywood? Yeah, West mm-hmm. Hollywood. Okay, so then. So you're at Whiskey. You're at oh. the Whiskey. And I, you were there. You mm-hmm. were like the best wing woman ever. I try. I try. No, you were, you were really good <laughs> because you were keeping. You were like chatting with his friend that he brought to the show. Okay. And I kind he, of remember this part. Yeah. And then, like, I, was I, like, guess- I don't want to talk to you, but I'm doing it because I really like her. <laughs> yeah. And I tried to sell it. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I think, like, his friend was, like, injured and he was, like, in a bad mood or something. Yeah. But, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, um, or maybe he was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't want to talk to you, but I really like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyways. So then, I was talking to him outside mm-hmm. i was trying to find the perfect moment to give him the song uh-huh so <laughs> i'm trying to remember like yeah go <laughs> yeah and so um i record okay so the song's on usb uh-huh. key right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so again i didn't have like i didn't buy a us okay when you buy the usb key it's like in this cardboard like flap thing you know you get it off the rack mm-hmm. at a okay, store yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there's like this plastic wrap over it but there was no like container. permanent cover for it i should at have that just time. bought you like mp3 holders so you can get them out. <laughs> yeah so the the crazy thing is that like i was in a rush as usual and um. i bought this like <laughs> a five minute mp3 song is gonna be like five megabytes right and i bought and is- what well, no, but this was, so was it larger than that, or? Um, the USB key was, like, 14 gigs. Oh, wow. You're like, <laughs> so, I'm going to make sure this song can get in there. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing was, is that at the time, like, 14 gigs was very expensive. Oh, yeah, no. And so I was like, fuck. Maybe you couldn't find one that was. I couldn't. That's the only reason smart, I, yeah. I did that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, I just need one. I'll take this um, one. And so I got it. How much did that cost, probably? I don't know. It must have been like, like 30 or something like that. Crazy, something like 10, 10, 11 years ago, yeah. probably. So, like, yeah. He needs to hear the song. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, and so the thing is, so they didn't even give you a freaking like plastic container when you no, bought yeah, no, so 14 I'm, gigabytes. I, or yeah, I'm dumb. Okay. So then. I what I do is I wrap it in plastic. Okay. Right? Because this plastic. Like just plastic wrap. Like oh like and then I taped it up. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And (laughs) then I love how confused you are. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Then I took an apple. Mm -hmm. And then I cord it. I cord out the apple. (laughs) (laughs) Like you were gonna make like a a I took (laughs) it. Not that I know. <laughs> I, I cored out the apple. Mm-hmm. I stick the USB key in. And then I put the How did ends. you core out the apple? You just take a knife. And um, then you, you core out like, like the tops. The, uh, the top. Uh-huh. Um, the one with like the stem. Yeah. You put it to the side. Then you go in there and you core out like the okay, middle. Yeah. And you just scoop it out. Take oh, it out. Okay. And oh, then you. You took out everything. Like or like. Just the core. Okay, just yeah. The core. Just so it can, the USB oh, key can, can fit snugly. 
and then I put the top back on. Where'd you learn this? Like it was just you knew. I just yeah genius yeah (laughs) genius. Okay, Okay. Um, so you cored the apple. I cored the apple. And then, and then I wrapped the apple in the song lyrics. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, oh, you wrapped the outside of the apple. The outside of the apple, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I, I go up to him and I just <laughs> give it to him and I was like... So it's like a wrapped up apple in and, paper? And so, just so he wouldn't throw the, the paper away. I, oh, no, you, no, so, so he, he wouldn't. wouldn't. Okay. I told him it's a song about him. And he's like, really? And so the thing is, it's like he like unfolded it so he sees the lyrics he sees the lyrics and then he like eats the apple and then he like this eats like it i'm in, hungry and then he eats it in front of me and oh, he like seductive yeah it, <laughs> watch me he, he did he was doing it like That's in a really like he was trying yeah. to be like really sexy like i don't know did you uh, see anybody watching you guys <laughs> I don't know. No, that would be no interesting. No water guys. No water delivery guys. <laughs> like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. And so, because, um, like, this is after a show. Or... It's, yeah, it's after a show. Yeah. And we're outside. Okay. And then, and that's it. And oh, so, that, yeah. I remember being outside. <laughs> yeah. And so then we leave or whatever. And I think I just emailed him and I, like, because he was a on week your later. fan list. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, did you ever get to listen to the song?" And he was just like, "Yeah, it was crazy sweet." And I was kind of thinking, That's maybe a he reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, maybe he met. He definitely met the crazy yeah, part. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, see, the thing is, is like the the lyrics were uh, um, were about not being with him, not wanting to be with him because I was like wanted to self-sabotage it so like the end the last lyric was like i'll save you um i'll save you pain so i'll miss a life with you i'll save you pain Mm -hmm. so i'll miss a life with you so it was just talking about me distancing myself from you have a music video for that one no not yet we will have one one day yeah well there'll be a court apple I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I like doing things that have a different subtext. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So we're almost done. Mm-hmm. Next up is Mexican Baby. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the relationship as much as possible. However, because I kind of go in depth into it with the podcast a little bit. I think no, mm-hmm. actually not that much. Uh, Abe goes into it. Abe loves the story, but oh yeah, whatever. Um. In, in certain interviews that he has and he likes to tell people um, so yeah um, I was working at a restaurant mm-hmm. and then I developed a crush on um, a worker in the kitchen mm-hmm. who had very limited English okay. um, maybe no English at all so um, and I saw him and I thought he was really cute and um, so I took Spanish for three years in high school, but I completely forgot all of it. Oh, yeah. And so I had to, like, go Google something and look something up. Mm -hmm. And I just found out, you know, just how to say, do you have a girlfriend? Okay. So I just go up to him Uh and um, I'm just like, hola, hola. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, tienes novia? And then he was just like, no. And (laughs) And then I was like okay and that's all i knew how to say and And that was it that was it and so i just turned around and walked away right (laughs) 
And so, um, yeah, really slick, really smooth. Did he say anything else, or that was he, it? We both didn't say anything more. That was it. Yeah. And so, then, and the next day or another day, you googled another like phrase. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kept doing that throughout yeah. our interaction. Yeah. Um, so and this then, is like before. Like, did you have a smartphone? No. I think I yeah I had a you smartphone back by then. This was two thousand eleven, twelve. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, okay, and so then I had to go to like the back storage room and get something, mm-hmm. and then he was working there, and and so he was standing by a bookshelf, and a bookshelf, a bookshelf of like it was like of restaurant manuals and stuff. Oh, okay. And so he sees me, and he. Turns around completely, stares at the bookshelf, like, and I'm then read this. Yeah, and then I'm thinking, this fucking fool doesn't know how to read English. Why is he like pretending that he's like looking at it? He doesn't he just, even want to talk to you. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh my god, he like fucking hates me and whatever. And so, um, yeah, and so later on, like maybe another day, um, uh, so one of the chefs was just like getting my attention. And like got me to like talk to him, and then okay. we he was like more courageous, mm-hmm. and so um, you know, and we started like flirting with each other and everything. The guy, the the okay. Mexican baby. Okay. So then, um, <clears throat> I what happened? I oh okay, and so then um, <laughs> mm-hmm. this, this wasn't I didn't write a song about him until like. A year or two later, or like maybe like after we broke up or whatever, but so um, you guys dated, yeah. Okay. Um, and so one thing I did, which was in line with kind of like the way mm-hmm. I wanted to do crafts with music, so he wanted me to make a a, a mix CD of like rock music. He wanted right? you to make him a mix CD of rock music okay. that I like, okay. and I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. So what I did. Cause he liked punk and rock music, so I I pre- I think I pretended that okay, I I got these collections of songs and I wrote on the actual CDR like All Rolling songs. Stones or like Sex Pistols or whatever mm-hmm, yeah. on the on the top, mm-hmm. but actually I would replace each <laughs> song <laughs> with something else. Why would you do I would, that? <laughs> I would replace it. I would change like the the title of the song to like Rolling Stones or Sex um, Pistols. And what was it? But instead, it was something like I think the first <laughs> the first one <laughs> was Pony by Genuine. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> and it, then, but this was before you guys were dating, or before we were dating. dating? <laughs> <laughs> like I know how to get him. <laughs> Let me teach you about some music. <laughs> what did you say? And then, no. And then another better. song. It gets better. Another song that I replaced was with something. Um, I put in uh, Bootylicious by Destiny's Child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I put in um, Let's Get It On. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, and then... Mm-hmm. I put the CD in like a plastic case, yeah. a circular plastic oh, case, okay. and then I put it. I I take tortillas and then like I cut up the tortillas and then I hide the the CD in the tortillas in the tortillas. Okay. So you know how like oh, there, yeah. there's books that like have cuts. But in these them? are like real tortillas. Real tortillas. Okay. Yeah. 
Then what do you do with the tortillas? Like, do you wrap them in the bag or? Well, okay. So the CD takes up space, right? So yeah. there's like one tortilla that has to like cut out. I had to like take That's out. That's a lot of effort. Well, it was, was it just corn a... tortillas or flour. I think they're flour. Okay. Yeah. So then I just it was easy. I just uh, traced okay. it and just cut it okay, right okay, with like okay. a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it, so I'm just asking. Okay. <laughs> and assuming. <laughs> so I put the, the CD in. In the tortillas. Okay. And you can tell, like, there's, like, a cut and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so when I see him, I just didn't like, say anything. And I just, I was just, I just handed him this bag of tortillas. Okay. And that was it. And then he fell in love with me. I mean, so. bag of tortillas. <laughs> Do you think he even got the CD? <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. Did he ever so, mention anything about the songs not being the correct ones? N- no, not really. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think he was... In, um, bewitched however he wasn't sure about like being with me yet okay. and so we were like texting we, uh-huh. we've exchanged numbers at that point and we uh-huh. were texting and stuff he wasn't on your band <clears throat> fan list he wasn't on well, I wasn't <laughs> in a band at that time oh this is yeah because yeah. i moved to santa Ana, and uh-huh. i just wanted to like get my mind off shit uh-huh. and just work and so um yeah uh what happened so okay he, so he, he was and, intrigued so I, I just wanted to share this little anecdote because it's another reason why I don't uh, drink alcohol. Because one time I was home, I was partying by myself, and then so I wanted to say something to him, get get him going, yeah. you know, like work. Okay, <laughs> work on my Spanish dirty okay, talk. Yeah, yeah. So um, so what I did you learn. It, well, the thing, okay, so I did not know like how to say anything sexy in Spanish. Yeah. So I was just trying to like translate things. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> so I texted him mm-hmm. and I said, um, "Hola, papi." <laughs> I said, "Quiero, oh god, quiero verte sin ropa." <laughs> and for our um, non-Spanish speaking <laughs> listeners, it means. I want to see you without clothes. Oh, yeah. And then and then he responded. Uh, and then he said and then he sent you a picture. <laughs> no. He goes He goes, "Are you drunk?" Oh. <laughs> and it was and it was true. Borracha? And I and I remember looking at my clock cuz I was drunk. What time was it? 8 p.m. <laughs> It was you had gotten off work, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, you know, I can relax at home, yeah. you know. So, anyways, that's why you don't drink. That's why I don't drink. Mm-hmm. So I don't text bad, dirty talk in another language uh-huh. or sing on someone's answering machine. Now I'll just talk about. Finally, we're here. Now it's 2021. Something happens where I just kind of throw caution to the wind. Yeah, I got mad. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to send I'm just I'm just going to send all these songs to guys who didn't know that these songs were about them. So um, in 2021 or in 2021, this happened kind of recently. Okay. So okay. with a deified guy, he uh-huh. has the I've always it's always graded my soul that he had this bad version of You're the like, song. You need the better one. I want to give him the better one. So I find his website. I find his email. <laughs> I am not crazy. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, he's easy to find because he's yeah. kind of he's like well out, known yeah. in his industry. Okay. So I find his website. I find his email, and I I write him a very short message. I say, 
I said, hey, mm-hmm. glad you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, it always bothered me. I know this seems random, but it always bothered me that you had a bad version of Deified. Huh. And Attached is a hopefully better version that I'm doing with my awesome bandmate and awesome band, Glass Spirits. And, and oh. then I just attached the song. And... Yeah, and that's it. And he hasn't written back. And he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, Where, did I follow you in the bathroom? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's that. And I just kind of didn't care about a response anyway because I'm not. Yeah, you just wanted to. You just were upset that he had the bad version. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, and if he's listening to this podcast, you're more than welcome to, you know, send feedback about it. I, I welcome it, whatever. So um, anyway, so the next one, the something unspoken guy, I, I mean, as far as I know, I don't know what kind of business he's in. So I just mm-hmm. found his uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I um, made a friend request. He hasn't accepted my friend request. So I sent a message because... Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows me by my stage name. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I sent a message, which I don't think was read. So, so I tried with him. But he might just be, not be on Facebook. That's true. A lot of people are I'm just not, have mm-hmm. accounts, but never log in. Yeah. So, um, and that's fine. Or if, even if he didn't want me as a friend, that's fine too. <laughs> You're like, I just want you to have the better song. <laughs> I wanted him to have an updated version of the song. Yeah. I kind of like the old version, but this one's just more... Who you know. are now, like? Well, not necessarily, but it's just an, a different version. Okay, you know, because I was just on the roll. I was in a bad mood, mm-hmm. and I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna send these. To, yeah, I just I felt see, like yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to blow off some steam. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Charlize. Okay. okay, so I add this guy as a friend, and then he's just like, hey, long time no talk, yeah. and then. I was like, and then I, I was busy that day and, and I wasn't able to chat. Uh-huh. So like I left a few messages like, hey, you know, I wrote this when I met you. Um, oh, he didn't ever know about he the didn't song. ever know about the song because you didn't do that whole like artsy um, <laughs> like brick wall. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so um, and so I didn't have a CD or anything to to give him like an MP3. Mm-hmm. So now we're in year 2021. What do I do? What do you do? I give him a link to the Spotify. (laughs) Please like and subscribe. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, I changed some things around, but I pretty much, you know, wrote this after I met you. And um, yeah. And so here's also a link to the video. (laughs) No, I didn't link link the video at all. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, it's weird. That's that would be odd. That would I don't know. That's well. So that, anyways, even that's even weird to me. So at least you know he just listens to the song. What I care about is just like the song really yeah. at this yeah. point. So then, um, <clears throat> I then I felt regretful. Like I was like, fuck. Like I'm not so much regretful, but I was just like, man, I didn't really want to reach out to this guy anymore. Like I just you didn't, were done. I was just like kind of mentally done with everything. I mean, I wish him the best. I wish him well. And if he's listening to this, I wish you well. But it's just, it's just. You closed that chapter. Yeah. And it was just like a time in my life that was just so chaotic. Mm -hmm. And I was just, 
in a different headspace and i would just rather not think about anything that happened around that time and so i just like yeah did you um, send him the link and like unfriend him i sent him the link and then i, I oh my gosh i if this is like really cringe i can edit this out yeah. but um so i basically like un sent all the messages you can do that <laughs> yeah you can do that <laughs> unsend is it only if they didn't read it or you can unsend even when I can unsend even after they read it and then they'll, uh, they'll get a notification that says deleted. unsent or deleted yeah so they'll so he he, he already saw everything and then he took it out is that kind of weird well I mean did he like so then did he ever respond back uh, no, he didn't respond back. So, because yeah. I feel like he probably like thinking about like he's like, why is she reaching out to me? Maybe oh. she thinks about me. I don't know. It's just like for on his end. Oh, you know, I kind of wrote that like I really don't care about like rekindling anything. Oh, well, I didn't say it in that way, but I was just like I look back at those memories, um, like, and everything was just kind of amusing to me, and it is in a way amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like when I actually like recounted it, some of it mm. to you off air, like some of it was not, yeah. <laughs> and like re- you and don't want to go back to it. Yeah, and so um, I don't know. I just have like a warped sense of of experience, I guess. As my yeah. mom likes to say, um, my mind is warped and my world is upside down. <laughs> That's really sweet. <laughs> Yeah, did she so, say that in Tagalog? Or she she says, says it in Tagalog, and it's yeah. it's so much funnier when it's in Tagalog. Yeah, so. yeah I can. Yeah. And she's probably really passionate about it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, uh, moving on. Okay, Love Sick Love already has that. Mm-hmm. He already has a song, and I've never talked to him ever again. And it's um, a live version is on Spotify, but um, we do, and a soft version is on our CD. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's not on the real version. Is not on Spotify yet. Okay. It will be okay. Now Mexican baby, Mexican baby, mm-hmm. um, like he found me on Facebook. Oh, he found you. Yeah, and he was like blowing up my Facebook Messenger like crazy. How long ago was that? This was in 2017. Okay, and um, he missed and- you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I found out later he lives he had on a Novia. street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He ended up living on a street called Joanne. Oh no! So, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, I didn't put a gun to his head, telling him where to live. You know, sounds but he, a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he decided to live there. You know, I had nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah. So, but he, um, he lived there. He lived there, and I guess it just reminded uh, every day, every day of me every day. And then he was like, he was all like, why didn't you, you know, reach out to me? And I was like, I did. And then you didn't want to have anything to do with me. And so we didn't, we, we had a very passionate um, kind of interaction (laughs) as, um, you know, a Filipino and Mexican can. Um, So. Yes, lots of passion. Oh, yeah. And so, um, and so he we got back together briefly, or at least in his eyes. I wasn't mentally there yet. I was just kind of like... Let's test the waters? Let's, yeah, uh. I was. I wanted to check it out because he 
kept showing me pictures of like his meditation space and oh, like he- his crystals and i was like whoa he is the last person on earth i would how this happen to, to get crystals because yeah. he was he seemed like maybe he changed okay. and so i was like, like okay. okay i'll check this out and so and, and there's a lot of things that were more mature about him but i just yeah, I just wasn't interested anymore. Sorry if you're... No, he wouldn't listen to this. <laughs> but sorry. So, Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I wish all my ex exes and ex interactions well, but, yeah, it's just what's done, it's done, yeah. right? And so the thing is, is that I was never able to give him the song because of the way that we split. It was just so... Explosive, (laughs) and so so finally, um, when we did when we were kind of reconciled briefly, um, I was able to give him like a CD. Here you go. Yeah, and so um, I videotaped him like listening to it. That's the (laughs) like a reaction, like reaction. Um, no, I, well, I told him I was like, okay, I'm gonna like videotape you. I want to see your reaction on on my cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, what was his reaction? And he really liked it, and he oh, was just like, "Yeah, he was just like, thank you, baby." Oh. And so, <laughs> yeah, and I have it because um, I'm psycho and I keep everything. No. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you know what? I just realized what I'm like. Mm. Oh my god. What are, okay, because I actually did research okay. on this person. Okay. Okay. This is not going to put me in a good light, but it might be educational. So I'm willing to do things for education. Um, But, you know, all all these trinkets kind of um, they kind of remind me of um, I was watching this documentary on the Unabomber. (laughs) (laughs) They remind you of the Unabomber. Because, okay, the Unabomber, okay, um, has has issues with abandonment okay and you know what okay hey yeah Mm -hmm. i'll I'll just see where this goes and um so he sends these packages to people and they're very Mm. unique intricate packages and specific for those people specific for those people like it's very complicated to talk Mm. about the unabomber because there's all these documentaries about him but basically you know he he has these issues he plans things out really well Mm -hmm. um you know, I'm obviously like not killing anyone with packages, but I would say I'm the love song Unabomber. You're the love song. I feel like you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you drop you drop songs, not bombs. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, I mean that's uh, so catchy. But I wouldn't. Uh-huh commodify that because yeah, yeah. I empathize or sympathize with the crazy. victims of the Unabomber. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So you're just saying you're detailed and detailed you're, and you're thoughtful to who you're providing the music to and how you provide it. Yes. And that's yes. why like it's hard for you to give something just randomly. Like you with like Mexican baby you couldn't just not give him something so you just didn't at the initial time. Like I mean ideally um, it would have been nice. I, I wasn't in the position to like get any of these people mm-hmm. to like <clears throat> go to 
a concert hall where I can perform yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. So you know, I wasn't in that position to like provide those opportunities. Yeah. So I could, I can only like record and like send it to them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it would be ideal to just, you know, play the song as perfectly as possible at the at the height of like me were. liking them mm-hmm. and hopefully them liking me too yeah. <laughs> like to like to really um express my affection accurately but yeah i just wasn't able to and actually um i'll mention something about mm. what an ex you know okay you know him really well huh? okay so um he's someone i live with okay you know what, you know what yeah, that is I do. okay Look at him. so someone i lived with for three years mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna say when mm-hmm. but um <sighs> yeah uh that's a long time yeah so there's a song mm-hmm. i might change the song title but the, um it has been previously it's a very long song it's mm. the like the long piano song okay you know it right oh. okay and it's one that i performed with psycho bitch mm-hmm. um so yeah uh i wrote it when i was i wrote part of it or i wrote most of no no i yeah i wrote it when i was in the hospital okay. and <laughs> and so he so visited were recovering. me oh, yeah he visited mm. me in the hospital and were um, you guys together at that time or you had broken up we had broken up okay and then um (laughs) and then so then he when i went back home he still visited me Mm -hmm. and then i was just so out of it i was like really sedated and then my face was really swollen yeah and then i medication yeah just everything like life yeah And then my eyes, like I couldn't open my eyes. And so then I had this electric piano mm-hmm. with me and I had like the the roots of the songs yeah. or like the bare bones of the songs. And then like it just, um, I was only able to play like the dark part of the song. Actually the first part, okay. Well, the first part of the song is a very romantic loving part and I wrote it when I was getting together with him. It's like the beginning. And, yeah. And he... Everything's beautiful. The thing is, is that, like, um, he was very depressed at the time. Mm -hmm. So I played it for him. Like, on... Oh, he was depressed at the time that you played it for him. Yeah, he he was going through depression. Mm -hmm. And... And then he was like, oh, that's nice. And, <laughs> and that just, like, really shot my self-esteem. Yeah. You already have, I mean, yeah, you've, and- in the history of all your songs, you've kind of proven that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh. It's a lot to put yourself out there, though. Yeah, and then I was like. And you well, did this fuck. live? No, like, no, no. All, I, I haven't have listened to a CD. Okay, okay. And just then- a portion of yeah, song. I mean, later I found out that he like really liked it and but thought it was just... amazing. But he wasn't in the mindset to receive and mm. and understand the song. Yeah. So, anyways, so I wrote the second half of the song, the darker part, um, when I was in the hospital, and mm. then I came out and I was like so f- inspired and full of ideas, right? And um, then, so he came over and I was like, you, and I called him. I called him and I was like, you gotta hear this, this Other part. song the the second part that i wrote and um so uh did you know that he liked the first part of that yeah, point? He, he, oh, he, okay. oh. he liked the first part no you knew that then yeah okay and then and so i 
I could not, like, I was not, because I was, like, sedated and mm -hmm. swollen, I wasn't able to, like, physically you play. Yeah. So oh. I, I just played, like, four notes. Oh, my um, gosh. Da -na -na -na. <laughs> and then, and then I was just playing it really, really bad, really mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. And then... I only played like one minute because that, that's all I was able to physically do and then yeah. I got tired yeah. and then he was like um, yeah I mean I like the music I don't really like the lyrics <laughs> oh. and um, and then so it was just kind of bad so this is round two of you letting him hear the song yeah it was like the, the different part well yeah the, the lyrics were quite dark okay so um i was like okay whatever and then like i cleaned myself up i like finished my semester of school and then i went to england you know okay so yeah um and that was I, I didn't really want to mention this song because you know i'm not playing this song with glass spirits but it it kind of i wanted to mention it because it was a song that i finally performed for a person live yeah but then I performed it really, really bad. And so, mm -hmm. however... You weren't in a good headspace. Yeah. I came back. Epilogue. I came back from England. Oh. Was this after you... So was this your first time to England or a second time? After my first time to England. Okay. I spent the summer here. Oh. Um, oh, and actually before I left, mm. some bitch at a party was flirting with him and you know bitch um well we weren't together so it didn't matter no, I know, and but i didn't so... care because i was already my mind was already like going to england you yeah know, you were we in different yeah mm -hmm. um so but yeah still, um but so some but she was like all up on his jock and shit and, and he like, was like yeah, ah. her face was like totally punchable but anyways um uh and i do not condone violence so no. just yeah Th only when are... somebody's face is totally punchable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it's fine no i'm just kidding <laughs> and um yeah so he was having a party mm -hmm. um and you know she was just like all smiling Free and spirit. like and all like like looking at him and uh -huh. i was just like okay bitch, like, you don't even know on this continent peace out for a minute right mm -hmm. let me have my moment my last moment with him and so um yeah i had my last time with him okay <laughs> during that party yeah you know, I mean, went to his room and oh, okay yeah and then like oh yeah because i was just like so annoyed because you know like when when you're connected with someone, then you have like a sixth sense if like someone likes him or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's it's not like a okay. Weird yeah, yeah, instinct. It's like a certain energy. Yeah, like, you you can pick up on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you pick up on it, right? Yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck this bitch." Like, so I'm like, a... I hooked up with him, and I just like, m you know, marked my territory all over him. And just so you know, <laughs> yeah, my scent was all oh, over yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So you get to smell me if you smell him. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> <laughs> so there's her cherubness yeah yeah mm -hmm. so um <laughs> uh yeah okay so so then because the reason why i mentioned this bitch um was that i came back from england uh -huh. and then they had been dating so oh. she was like she's like I, I, I remarked him <laughs> <laughs> well you'll see what happens you'll okay, see okay um so I was kind of like already over him at this point. Yeah. yeah, I've had my adventures in England. I came back. Different person. Um, reinforced, mm -hmm. strong. Independent. Independent. Yes. Um, risen from the ashes. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then mm. I was just like, hey, um, 
I'm doing an open mic. Uh-huh. You know, come check it out. Um, just letting you know, I'll play mm-hmm. the song about you. And by that, okay. So when I lived in England, I had um, in Bristol, I had a host family. Mm-hmm. I was so lucky mm-hmm. that they had a grand piano. Okay, wow. And so I was able to learn play. and practice piano. That's wow. where I learned how to play, uh, learn to arrange and play Deified for piano and Silver Bullet Suite. Wow. So yeah, um, I came back and I was like, I love my skills. Yeah, because like before I was just like, yeah, it was awful. But now I can like finally like play with more fluency and stuff. And you know, I'm not like a professional by any means. But yeah, you dabble. I dabble, right? I dabble in my rock band professionally in my rock band. But anyways, so yeah, and so I invited him over to to see. Um, this open mic. Uh. And so, um, and then he just, uh, he arrives with his girlfriend because um, she, he um, broke his leg. Oh no. And she had to drive him. <laughs> to your show. Yeah. <laughs> Did she remember you? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, How yeah. do you forget you? <laughs> <laughs> well, because the thing was, Oh, should I? He, she was mad at him because while I was in England, he was writing letters to me. Oh, and then she was getting mad at him, like, "Why aren't you writing letters to me?" And he's just like, "Because I don't love you." <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Probably. Um, well, but why would he write letters if they live in the same area? Yeah, no, exactly. And she was just like getting jealous or whatever. Yeah. And well, it is weird for him to write you letters when he has a girlfriend. I guess so. I mean, yeah. That is his bad. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, I just, I was, you know, thousands of miles away. I figured no harm is going to come to me. That's all on him. Yeah, no, it's on him. Yeah. So anyways, so yeah, like things weren't perfect with them, you know, from the get go. And so then she's, well, yeah. (laughs) So she drives him to my show and then and I did she this... know she was driving him to your show? I, yeah, she knew. And so, and Why so would then, she do that? Because <laughs> he really wanted to go, and he hasn't seen me in a year, right? Yeah, but I would be like, get get another driver. <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, I don't know. Maybe she wanted to just like watch to, us. She wanted okay. keep an eye on us. You know, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Well, I mark no, her I territory. I wasn't gonna do anything. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know. Yeah. But I'm just. That's an odd thing to do, like, <laughs> as a girlfriend, when you don't, when you don't like, like, yeah. Because I'm pretty like, sure she didn't like you. <laughs> like, like, kind of, like, masochistic, yeah. in a way. Like, let me see right. it, what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, basically, um, I, I performed, and I did, like, a pretty good job. Or at least I remember doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I go up to him afterwards, like, okay. he'd be, like, proud of me and stuff. And then he looked, like, kind of upset and stuff. I was oh. like, oh, okay. And Guess it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I mean, he, like, yeah, he looked a little teary-eyed. I was like, oh, hmm, okay. And then he was just chatting with me and stuff. And then um, his girlfriend was just, like, it was just so weird when I was just it's talking awkward. to him normally. She just kept, like kissing him while she was talk he was talking to me but not acknowledging you yeah it's like she would she would be like oh good job but then she'd like like, ah. like kiss him like trying to like mark her territory yeah. she's, like, she's like i know what you did 
it was just really awkward and unnecessary. And he's teary-eyed. It was teary-eyed. Um, it was, yeah. Did he say anything? And then he was just like, oh, yeah, it was a good job. And you're, I think he was, he said maybe my piano playing improved and stuff like that. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then um, I was only in California or, or the U.S. for like a small amount of time. Oh, and then we made plans to get coffee, you know, mm-hmm. like properly. Mm-hmm. And then... And then he had to cancel. And then I was like, oh, because it's not like him to, like, cancel. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm really sorry, but my girlfriend's really jealous. And um, I was like, I oh, well, I mean, I understand. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell her that we're just friends and she can even come, too. Mm-hmm. And then and he was just like, well, things aren't great right now. And I'm like, oh, OK. And oh. he was like. And then he said, mm-hmm. basically, like she got really, really mad at him because on the on the way home from the show, yeah. he, he broke down crying. And about um, the song, yeah, about the song, and um, yeah, and and then she was like really mad, and she was like, "Why did she have to play that song?" And and he was like, "Well, she's a musician, and that's what she does." And so, yeah, and she's not a musician. Yeah, and or, so, and after that, like, they broke up mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, eventually, not necessarily because right of that after. incident. But, I mean, they weren't dating that long then, like... At least a year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, that was... <laughs> I don't know why that was... Oh, yeah, I mentioned that because I finally performed that song for properly for, for, for like live. someone. Live for someone. And well, that's... Yeah. And the reaction was real. And I got their genuine reaction. So that was that was good. I mean, I didn't want him to suffer no. in any way or his relationship to suffer. So maybe that was... I'm not saying that's my bad on my part. If he had any inkling that he would feel that way, then maybe he shouldn't have come yeah. to watch it. There's a lot of emotion there. Like, you guys were together for three years. Yeah, and when you live with someone, yeah, it's, it's magnified. Different. Yeah. It's magnified. It's like you're you've been together for like for six long. years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you went um, through a lot. Oh yeah, and so I sure. think he probably re- remembered all that for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he uh, um, I I guess like my the whole point of mentioning this is is like as an artist, mm-hmm. you want. Whether it's like playing your music on a CD on nice speakers in a quiet environment mm-hmm. to your subject, that's ideal. And if you're a performer, to perform your best in front of the subject, mm-hmm. um, that's ideal. Because sending someone a link to like the song on Spotify, it's just so anticlimactic, you know. Well, and you have no, you don't know what their reaction is gonna be. I mean, it's nice to know a reaction, you know, yeah. for a song that you sing hundreds of times. It is, you you do get curious, but I've developed, I've known just to not rely on it or mm-hmm. expect on getting any kind of validation from it. Because at that point, I didn't, I stopped liking these, they were these, these people, like way after, mm-hmm. you know, so. So, um, so when we were in Paris, there was this guy, right? Wojciech? Um, did you ever write a song about him? Like, oh shit, we're, we don't mention their names. Oh, sorry. So okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, uh, I don't, okay. What do we call him? Okay. 
Um, but yeah, let's come up with a name from him because we met him in Paris, but he's from Poland. So mm-hmm. the guy, okay, the guy from Poland. Uh, let's call him a Polish name. Hold on, hold on. Um, Piotr. Piotr. I don't know Polish. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, okay. Oh, that's too hard. Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> French Pierre. <laughs> well, well, but he's Pietro. Okay. Pier- How do you say it? <laughs> Piotr. Piotr. Pi- uh, Pio. And then Pi- Tr. Piotr. No. Yeah. Pio- okay. Okay. It's not even his name, and we're like focusing on it too much. Okay. You know what? He's. Um. It's okay. We can call him Wojciech. Are we? It, it's no, 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 it's, no, 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 no. It, it's okay because he'll never. He's really old timey. He'll never listen to this podcast. Okay. He just because he because last How time. How about he, Mr. Check? <laughs> no, that's kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, let's voice check. Voice check is fine. Okay, so yeah, he. I'm pretty sure he won't listen to this. Okay, and there's tons of voice checks in um in Poland. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very common name. It's basically the equivalent of George. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's um, call him George. Uh, that sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> but you're you're doing so good calling him Wojciech. So let's call him Wojciech. Well, the thing is, is I don't have a song about him. Okay. See, the, the thing is, is I'm able to write these songs when I, there there's a quote. I I can't bring up the quote. I don't remember who it's by. Maybe I'll like have a lower third graphic or something. Uh. But it's about. It's from this author. When you write your first line, you need to you, you need to also be ready to write the last line. And so, I knew that instinctively. Mm-hmm. And so when I write these songs, it's like I know how the story ends. Even if like I self sabotage, uh-huh. you know, my chances with these people by kind of manifesting a negative destiny um, without them. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, you're asking if I wrote a song about Wojciech, and I haven't. Um, even though I've had like one of the most craziest experiences with him mm-hmm. and you were there. Yes. You were there to witness it all. Yes. It was a, it was, it was a wild beginning or <laughs> it was different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was, this was 2008. I yes. was studying abroad in England. Mm-hmm. You were studying abroad in Italy. Mm-hmm. Then we had winter break. So it was 2007, 2008. Just to. Oh, okay. Okay. It was like the New Year's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, yeah. And so we decided to meet up in in Paris because it's the most romantic place. Yes. And so we spent five days mm-hmm. in Paris, and uh-huh. well, then we went to Versailles, which wasn't uh, in Paris, but yeah. Um, but it was it was mostly. just day trip. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, so on day two and three i think it was new year's eve uh-huh. and um and so like we went to the eiffel tower uh-huh and then there's all these fucking couples like together yeah, everywhere. Was, and then and we're we, just us <laughs> yeah we were just both like single uh-huh like lurking yeah and um so then we come across this park bench mm-hmm. with these um with these with these two guys yeah so i talked to one uh-huh. And you talk to the other. Yes. Yeah. And then I was talking to one of them for a while. Uh-huh. He's a really nice guy and yeah. no offense to him or anything, but I just was like, uh-uh. not, not today. It. I, I was not, 
feeling it and I was like, man, you know, like, uh, no, like, this is New Year's Eve. Like, so then I told him, hold on. I need to talk to you. Uh. So I went up to- <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so I go up to you. And I wasn't, I was like, whatever, talking to the other guy. And, I'm, uh-huh. and so I was like, um, we, we need to like have a change of plan here. Let's switch. Let's <laughs> you with me? And I was like, sure. Okay. <laughs> And it was good switch. Well, I mean, I wasn't really interested either. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, no, I was. I mean, I, it didn't matter. <laughs> and so, uh, a poor other guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I don't think I was like. I'm like, I'm not kissing you either. <laughs> and so, um. So then I was happy with the switch. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, okay. He's this, cute. He's cute. Oh, he's tall. You know, oh, you know, there was something I kept asking both of them that you said was really funny that you listened to oh. me later. The first guy, I oh. was like asking about, okay, because these, these Polish guys, yeah. they're Polish guys that were volunteering themselves for the French army. Mm-hmm. And so I was asking about the training, yeah. like what kind of training they would have, you know, uh-huh. if they had like boot camp. And so I said to the first guy, I was just like, oh, OK, so you must be really fit. <laughs> and, so- <laughs> and so when we switched, um, I was talking to Wojciech again and he was just like. Well, you switched with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I was and then he talked about training, too. And I was like, oh, you must be really fit. <laughs> it out to me later that's what i was taking note of and then you can see how much attention i was paying to the other guy (laughs) you both of them both i was like i want to hear about her (laughs) so um oh my god yeah so um Mm -hmm. i like Wojtek. i Uh felt comfortable with him and i was Uh like i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to kiss this guy um at midnight uh-huh. Under the Eiffel Tower. Right. Um, and so, and I was just like, oh, you know, can you take a picture of me under the Eiffel Tower? And, yeah. and he was like, okay. And then so we go to the Eiffel Tower and then we take pictures. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It's> so romantic. <laughs> and then, so while we were looking over at our pictures that we took and he was next to me and, um, oh, I, um, I like give him like a really quick kiss, uh-huh. you know, and, and then. And then he kissed me back. Aww. And then, like, we made out after that. Yeah. And so then we came back uh-huh. to you guys. <laughs> just like, holding... uh... <laughs> <laughs> And we were, like, holding hands and embracing and stuff. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. And then we just talked for hours. And then, yeah, I think we kissed at midnight and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. And so... And it, was, and it was really nice. We, like, talked for a long time. And then I guess when I... Um, we had someone take a picture of us. And so Wojciech put his arm around me, Aww. and then his friend put his arm around you. Oh, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I, I know that picture. I'm like, do not. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll put it on the, um, the video podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> you are such a good wing woman. I try. You, you wing woman, oh, you good. winged for me twice. Yeah. You're so good. I was like, she wants this. <laughs> I mean, in that case, I like switched guys. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, it was, oh my God. And so they were on their way to part of a part of France that was far. And then we had to, we exchanged emails. And honestly, I thought I'd never see him again. No. And then uh, we finished our trip in Paris. Mm -hmm. You went back to Italy. I went back to England. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll go into telling the story because the few people that I've told it told this to love this story. Uh -huh. So maybe our viewers might like it. Uh -huh. um, so yeah, he... Because people will want to know like what happened and stuff. Um, and why I didn't write a song about this particular uh -huh. person um, who... I've interacted with for 13 plus years. Wow. And um, so, yeah, I went back to England and um, and then he told me that he's going to be in an army training. So yeah. I just didn't expect to ever like hear that from was him it. again. I thought that was it, you know. One and, night. Yeah. And so one kiss. <laughs> and so. Um, Under then, the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty crazy. And so um, we. Uh, oh, no, no. I, I was in England and I received mm. this email that said, mm. you know, I'm, I do not want to be part of the French army. I'm going to go back to Poland. I really don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but all I wanted, but this whole time that I was here, all these 14 days, I thought about you. Mm. So I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but for now, all I know is I want to see you again. Wow. And yeah. And then I was just like, <laughs> it was like 14 days later. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, Ooh. man. And then he was just like, you know, let me know. I'll I'll fly to England. Like, let me know, like, what day is good for you. You must be a good kisser. <laughs> um, I, you know, It was maybe, romantic. Maybe. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, like, sometimes I wonder, like, what, what it was. I think, I mean, maybe we just genuinely liked each other like as people. Um, and our energy and our temperament. Mm -hmm. um, because you can only know so much about a person even if you talk to them like yeah. the whole time. Uh -huh. You know? Um, so, yeah. Uh, um, so, I mean, at that point, I just attributed to that to just like, you know, being um, attraction or whatnot. And then, but at the time, like, I went with it. I was like, hey, he's mm -hmm. like, this is crazy awesome. And then so... He was just like, yeah, like, let me know what days work for you. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was just like, okay, like, it probably won't happen. Back mm -hmm. of my mind was just like, um, mm -hmm. like, this probably won't happen. But, you know, I sent him days like that I was not going to be in class, like certain long weekends I had. Um, and then, and so finally we just kept escalating and making like more plans. And um, then he bought a flight he bought a oh. hotel then i was like okay i bought it's his real. coach ticket yeah it was it was it was crazy and then so finally the day comes um and then you know because he's like and i was like okay what do you want to do while you're in england and he was like well See i like really like army things and i was like Aww. okay and so we go i i had planned for us to go to the war museum in london and then like a flying museum like somewhere else i I forget. It was, like, more in the country area. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, while he's here, let's have him go to places that he will definitely enjoy. Yeah. And so... That was um, sweet. Well, well, yeah, I wanted him to have a good time. And so 
Uh, so Bristol is a hundred kilometers west mm-hmm. of London, and so he which flew is into like London. how many miles? Like fifty? Is it half? It's it's maybe. I, think, mm. uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it, well, it's, it's like two thirds. I think because I think fifteen k is like nine. Okay, so maybe like so seventy five like, miles. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so so I take um, a coach mm-hmm. to London, mm-hmm. and I'm and then he's already flown in. He he looks different because you know his head had been cut short because his of hair? army. Oh, sorry, <laughs> his hair has <laughs> been cut short, you know, for army training, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not completely bald or anything, but just and then, different. And then he was like a lot thinner, like ripped, thin and ripped. The, how much longer had it been? Like three weeks. Wow. Because I guess the training was well. So you, but when we saw him in Paris, they were in jackets. They're in jackets, but when you look at his face, it, like, you can tell like there was he, he, uh-huh. his face was fuller. He not fat at no, all. No, 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 no. But yeah, there was just Def- he had more cheeks and and so when I saw him, I almost didn't recognize him because you know because he got like ripped, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then I saw him waiting for me, um, oh. and and then I was like so scared. He was just like looking left and right, looking for mm. me, and then I was just sta- I was like a a few yards back and I see him like looking for me um and and like scanning around and I was just like really scared to like move forward mm-hmm. and so I was just standing there watching him yeah look and I was just like for you. I was just like oh my gosh this is this it's is real. really crazy and it's like I barely know this person um this is what crazy people do right and so <clears throat> And I was like, you know what? Like, don't be an asshole. Like, he came all the way from Poland well, to see two you. people doing that, so you can't be that crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I he was like... He came from Poland. Yeah, he came from Poland to see me, and I was like, okay, don't be an asshole. Just at least, you know, see where it goes. And so I, like, move forward, and then he sees me, and then he just, like, grabs my hand right away, Aww. and he was just like, okay, like, and he, like, hugs me, and he's like, okay, where do we go? And and then, yeah, we just traveled together, and, um, and then, you know, for the most part, like, yeah, we had, like, a really good time in our travels, mm-hmm. like, seeing all the, like, the, the war museums and, like, the army stuff, I, it's not exactly my thing, but... Yeah. I, I was down to, like, check it out and, you Well, know, you were with him. So. Yeah, I was with him. I was happy, and we took lots of pictures and stuff. Yeah. But I was just kind of thinking, like, this What's is, gonna like... What's going to happen? This is, like, crazy shit, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. I was just not really present in that sense, because mm-hmm. I just, like, you it's know, surreal. looking... It was just very surreal. And so we, we go... Um, where did we go? Um... Well, what else happened? So, yeah, we went to the Army Museums, and um, and then uh, what happened? And, oh, it was just, like, like sometime, and then, like, we had missed a bus, and it was kind of, like, stressful, and I had to, like, pay for a very expensive taxi to take mm. us where we needed to go, and... Money, and, yeah. Yeah, and it was just kind of a very stressful trip, because I planned to... It was my fault, in a way, I planned too much on the trip, and so, um, you know... What do you mean by that? Like... Like, I planned too many things to do Oh, yeah, you had too much in in a short amount of time. Yeah, in a short amount of time, Mm. and... Because I was just trying to, like, you know, make him happy, 
And then mm. later on, he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said I was interested in the army. I things. didn't really and mean was, that. And then well, he was just like, yeah, my whole the whole point of coming here was to see you. Oh. And, and like, I'm afraid, like, I stressed you out. And I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. But and, yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the, the thing I liked is that liked about him is that he carried my my bags the whole oh, time yeah, you're like, this so is great. i was like bag free it was yeah. it's wonderful oh yeah because he's a big strong man yeah he's, like, <laughs> he's ripped yeah he's ripped too yeah and so we were at that point where were you living where you live i was living in bristol with a host family okay, okay. um and so then we went back to bristol and i introduced him to my host family uh-huh. and then um we spent maybe like a day or a day and a half there and we were walking around. We saw my school. And um, and so, yeah. And then he, we went to, um, it, it was night. And he was going to catch a flight back to Poland. Um, oh, no, no, no. He was going to catch a bus back to London, which would take him back to Poland. And then I just felt this immense anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was just like, uh, I, I, then we go to, like, the bus station. And then I was just like okay, I have to go and I have to go like study for my class and <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, and then and it was just total nonchalant. Bullshit. It was just total bullshit because he came on days that were supposed to be convenient for me. Like you had planned this out and, yeah, like, and out talked about it and talked about it. And I was just like, I gotta making, go. And I was just like, yeah, I gotta go. I'm busy. And, and, <laughs> I, and then, and I got to like study. And he was like, oh, God, oh. I hate talking about this. I, well, I don't, I haven't mentioned this to, to other people when I talk about this story. Well, actually a couple people, but yeah. cause it's, it doesn't, it paints you me feel, like, yeah. it makes me look really bad, it will, yeah. but it's the truth. It's part of the story. And, so you are um, so <laughs> horrible. horrible. <laughs> And so I was like, um, uh, and he was like, you don't want to wait with me? And, oh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know, I really got to study for this test. <laughs> I got to go. And, and oh, this then, was fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then like I hugged him and and I made it quick Aww. and then I started and I just started walking like walking briskly and you had to carry your bag though <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep I did and so um yeah and so then he Aww. and then I kept walking and then 10 minutes in I was like you know what the fuck was I doing cuz yeah. I basically was was hurting really bad I like you were feeling rejected well, in a, in a way, I mean, even though I knew we had planned, like, when he was going to leave, yeah. I just felt, like, so sad and yeah. hurt that he was leaving, and I didn't want him to leave, and... Um, that's how you coped. That's, how, that's kind of, like, how I coped if I did, like, one clean... Like, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to leave you before you leave me. Yeah, how dare you get on a job, <laughs> a bus, or whatever to leave? Yeah. It was self-preservation. So yeah. Like, so you didn't have to feel rejected or yeah 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 totally and um like, i yeah i'll definitely admit that um and so you know i mean if the viewers and listeners by now kind of know i have interesting uh communication yeah. skills <laughs> and uh weird ways of expressing myself mm-hmm. so i think we all do yeah and so um 
So then I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? And his bus is going to leave and I'm not going to properly say bye to him. And so I go back and then I was like, not going to make it on foot in time, you know? Yeah. Oh no. And so, and then, so then I stand at a bus stop and I wave down this bus A bus. and this, this bus, this city bus. And it was a bus that was already out of service Mm. that was Uh done for the day. But I, I, I waved it down and the bus driver picked me up. They saw you. They saw me. Desperation. (laughs) I admitted. They're like, this, this woman needs to go somewhere. Yeah. And then the bus driver opens the door and he's like, where to my love? Super sweet. Like, yeah. And then, um, and then I was like, okay, the bus station. And then, you know, there was like no fair to pay or yeah, anything. Yeah, it was already done. Yeah. And he's it, like, this, this, she's got to go. <laughs> and so then he goes and he drops me off. And it was just so crazy, you uh-huh. know. And I, I made it just in time. And Aww. I saw Wojciech. And then, and then, oh my God. And he looks so, he looks so sad. Aww. And I felt so like such a huge asshole and then i just ran up to him and i was just crying like yeah. like awful like yeah, ugly crying and everything and i was just telling him i was just telling him you know i'm just i'm so sorry and yeah. i i don't i just don't know how to yeah. act in a situation like this oh. and then um uh how's my eye makeup yeah it's okay yeah. <laughs> and so and he's like, and I just kept crying. Yeah, and he, he knew was, what you felt though. Huh? What did he say? And then he was just like, <laughs> and then he kind of like, it's okay. Like grabbed me and he didn't like shake me violently or abusively, <laughs> but he was just like firm. He was firm and he was like, be strong, be strong, don't cry. <laughs> <sighs> and oh. so, um, yeah. Um, I wish I had like tissue. tissue. Well, this is these are like wet. No, it's not I real not... tissue. I don't have any tissue. No, okay, it's okay. Oh. So, anyways, and so we we waited together. He told you to be strong. He told me to be strong. And he was like, <laughs> Yeah, and he's so caring. Then, yeah, and then he um his bus oh. came, and then I properly got to see him off. Um, and then yeah, I went home. Oh. I got an email from him when he finally got went to home. Poland and he told me that um he was crying on the on the bus. You know, let's and then he said, you know, this is like really dangerous. Um and that we you know there's something about it like where we probably shouldn't see each other again and just kind of really enjoy the memories. You what know? do you mean? What did he mean by that? And and like it's too much. Or? Yeah, it was like too much for both of us. Mm-hmm. It was there was I a lot of emotion. Yeah, because that was only like th- so three weeks after you first meeting him. Yeah, yeah. And how long was he there? He was there for like three days or something. Wow, three, four days. that was a lot of yeah passion and emotion. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So um, yeah, it's it's crazy because I. I feel like I finally found someone who was just as crazy as me. And it was perfect. Our understanding. 
Uh, so, I, yeah, I really felt like I would never see him again. So that no. was 2008. And then throughout the next couple years, mm-hmm. he'll, he'd send me pictures of him traveling. And he'd send me... Because he really liked traveling in Russia. So he'd send me maps of Russia. And, <laughs> and, and like, really Trace. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's really thoughtful and kind of mark where, where he's, he he's, he's, he's been. And then I got a letter from him. A letter. A letter. Not an like, email. Not okay. an email. Like, yeah, and a letter. Okay. And it, it, it was uh, interesting because it was like this weird size. Okay. I don't know. And then he had to like fold it kind of weird. Oh. And so <laughs> it wasn't standard. It wasn't American standard. No. Maybe it's a Polish standard. Mm-hmm. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he sent it to me. And then he sent me pictures. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to visit my friends in England. It's yeah. been a while. And years. I have, yeah, and I have some, like, a, a gap where I can take vacation at work. Oh. And I'm just going to mm. fucking visit him. Yeah. And then I was emailing him like crazy, and he wasn't responding. And I thought it was bizarre because he usually responds and then and then i'll explain like what happened with the email and so um and so then i booked the booked my flights to go to london Mm -hmm. then bristol then poland then germany Mm -hmm. then um (laughs) then back to london okay and then back home Mm mm-hmm yeah, because I wanted to make the most out of my travels. Yeah, yeah. And so I was emailing him. And then... Um, he was MIA? And last minute, uh, like when I was about to board, I realized I was... He had changed his email from a Yahoo email to a mm. Gmail. Oh. And so I was emailing the wrong email. Oh. This whole t- I was emailing an email he wasn't the using gold. anymore. Yeah, that he wasn't even checking. And so... And then I, I was like, fuck. And then I emailed him. But then I, I remember, like, I had to, like, get on a plane. And I couldn't confirm, like, yeah. that I was I'm gonna, just going. I'm just, I just decided to go. Because I just, and I was just like, well, well at least I there. can. <laughs> at least I can just check out Poland, right? Yeah. For how so, long? <laughs> for, like, a day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can you tell I make really good decisions? Yes, yes. I can um, tell. Yeah, I've, I've proved that, like, this whole podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, I go, and I finally fly from Bristol into Poland. Okay. And I got, like, a little pamphlet to study Polish for, like... Oh, yeah, for, and, like, the, the hour you were on the flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, like... Like, oh, I gotta study, know this. <laughs> yeah. Study skills, right? Yeah, we, yeah. You, you know, we learned how to cram. Yeah. Yeah, and so... And so all I knew how to say was like, um, Jin dobre, do vizenia, you know, so, um, What's, that's it. What is that? Like, hello, goodbye? Oh, yeah, like, or hello, like, thank and you. like, do vizenia. I don't even know how to say thank you, but yeah, do vizenia, like, uh, bye, you know, okay. so, Those um. Important things. Yeah, that's, but not, I did not learn how to say, where can I find Wojciech? Yeah, Have I just had this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I ended up doing, because I had his address. Uh-huh. Okay, so, yeah, so I, I land. Mm-hmm. I only had a few hours, so I had to like. Wow! Like and you didn't have any confirmation. I didn't have a confirmation, <laughs> but I had his address. Okay. I had his mail. I had the letter. I had his mailing address, and 
and then I was hungry. So I, I first had to stop. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta like. Yeah. I, I need some sustenance. Yeah, sustenance. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting couple hours. <laughs> so, because I, I was in Poland and I was like, I gotta try how, food. How often can I get a Polish, a genuine Polish With hot sausage. dog? Yeah. Yeah, I can get that. <laughs> I can get two varieties of Polish sausage, yeah. right? So, Authentic. yeah. <laughs> so we then after the sausage. Yeah, after the Polish hot dog, then I ventured out. Then I was ready to find him. Yeah. Then you were mentally you were in a good mental <laughs> yeah. space. Yeah, I have my priorities in check. Yeah. That's self-care, right yeah, there. Yeah, that was self-care. Okay. So then I I ha- I just like took a bus and then I finally got in his neighborhood, but okay. I couldn't understand like yeah, I know where it's a whole it was. Other, like, it's just well, he was in army barracks. Oh my! And I couldn't. I don't think they're they're necessarily visible to the yeah, public. Not. The way they are here, they're not like easily accessible to mm-hmm. the public, right? Yeah. Like you have to go through like security gates yeah. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't find the barracks, mm-hmm. and I was I knew I was like in the right area. So there's this older Polish man hanging out, mm-hmm. like with his older Polish friends, and I was like, oh, you know, help. help, pointing at his picture in the army barracks, and then he was conversing with his older polish friends and they're like ah they're like okay young lady and then he was like follow me and i was like following this is sounds like an rpg game but um so yeah i was just following like this older man older polish man and then we were like looking around knocking on doors and having no luck and i was like fuck i gotta and like i have to go i have to go in like seriously three hours i have to catch a flight you know, back to... Wow. I have to catch a flight to Germany. Mm -hmm. So then finally, we make it. We find the barracks. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Stress. Yeah. And I was, like, pretty stressed. And then um, they were all speaking Polish. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Right? Wow. That's that's crazy. I mean... Yeah. Like, (laughs) you are stronger than most... (laughs) And then, and then Wojciech comes down. Really? And then he was like. Shocked. He, he was shocked and was like so happy. And um, and this had been like years. This had been three years. Uh-huh. Yeah. 2008 to 2011. And then he had no idea I was coming. <laughs> like, don't you read your old emails? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, and um, we like thanked the older man like so much, and you know, and he just like kind of like left us alone while we were hugging and crying, and yeah, we went back to his room. I had round two of Polish sausage. Nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably better. I hope. <laughs> yeah, but I was kind of like crying at yeah, the same time because it was, it was emotional. It was emotional and like really overwhelming, and then um. And I was actually, and it was like weird because I was actually like really tired from my trip too. No, it was too. A lot of stress. So. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, <laughs> it was a lot I of mean, stress. did you go straight from London to Poland? Like, uh, so actually, to take a step back. I went to London, then mm-hmm. I stopped because I'm a big Depeche Mode fan, and I stopped by Basildon. Okay. Which is, I think, East London. I can't remember or West London. It's in Essex. Essex I, sounds like East. So then, then I went to Bristol. I partied down with my friends. Um, and then I went to Poland. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, we got to get in my car and we got to go to Gdynia. And I was like, well, I'm catching a flight. 
couple hours. A couple hours. And he's like, no, it's going to be a really quick trip. We got to go. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'll take you to the airport. Really, really quick. Yeah. And so we go to Gdynia. Mm-hmm. And what is Gdynia? It, it's like the, the next city over. Uh-huh. And then it was like, <laughs> it was basically like army ships. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so, just, like, this isn't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> And um, he's like, but you showed me all the places in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like we got ice cream, um, and um, you know, he we was just... showing you what he, like he loved. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like trying to show me a good time, yeah. right? So then he takes me to the airport, and then he was just like taking a lot of pictures of me leaving, and I was taking pictures of him, yeah, like, like watching morning. me leave. It was. Yeah, it sounds really self-absorbed yeah. and weird, but we were just sending each other. Meta. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, at, at the end, we ended up sharing the photos and stuff. Um, mm. And then he sends this email, and he was just like, I know it was just, like, such a short time, but it was, like, the most important in my life. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so he sent that email after I came home. Okay. But before I came home, I went to Germany. We took a pit stop. I did a pit stop and the thing was is I kind of leave this out when I tell friends about him Mm -hmm. and but I think especially in context of our conversation about things that have come up about um, my idiosyncratic ways of expressing myself um, and I think things that a lot of people who have trouble communicating might appreciate that um and anyone who has anxiety or any other kind of mental trips or you know um struggles is that um when i went to germany mm-hmm. he wanted to see pictures of my travels okay. i just put on a happy face in a way but then i was like really sad i was deeply hurting yeah and and I got there and I was I've been wanting to go to Germany for such a long time oh. um, because I didn't get to go when I had lived in England. Mm-hmm. And I went to Franklin, uh, Frankfurt, then Berlin. Yeah. And um, but I was just like so miserable and in yeah. so in, in, in so much pain. And yeah. um, I remember I was in Berlin and I think it was the. Osterlum, Oster. I can't pronounce it. I'm mm. I'm screwing up. It there is this this bridge and this water and and mm-hmm. this is gonna sound weird, but yeah. I just I just was I just wanted to like jump off the bridge, yeah, and to feel <sighs> something or well or to deal with, um. And I want to make it clear that, like, I wasn't trying to kill myself, but I just felt like I was in so much pain. Yeah. Emotionally. That, yeah. That I felt a huge loss mm-hmm. that I want. And then I was taking, I was alone. touring and I, I was taking these pictures with these monuments. And then I just felt like nothing mattered. Mm-hmm. And that. And that my outside wasn't matching my inside. Uh-huh. And I wanted something to be really real. 
mm-hmm. e- even though I've I've ha- I've developed this resolve, like okay, Wojciech's real, but in a in a sense, it wasn't. It wasn't someone mm-hmm. I would I would be with. I can take home, or I can go home with. And I mean, he said to me before that he thinks if the situation was right, he would have really liked to introduce me to his family and stuff. But okay, that's. That's all I'll say for now. I don't want to yeah, say too yeah. much about um, yeah. our personal correspondence. But he he has said to me that he feels like um, like a really irresponsible person, mm-hmm. um, and that that he wants he would probably not make me happy, and that he wants to see me happy. But then, like, I'm really irresponsible too. <laughs> He's trying to protect you. Like, yeah, he wants. Yeah. He he wants me to have some kind of stability. S- yeah, but then he has no idea how crazy I am. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah, but he sends me pictures of him riding his motorcycle in Russia. Still? Um, not as of recently. Okay, but like mm-hmm. yeah, at the, around that time, like mm-hmm. that's what he would do. He would like send me maps of Russia mm-hmm. and riding his motorcycle in Russia, and it's like fuck. How do you know mm-hmm. I want to do that too? Yeah, you know. And maybe he was trying to put on a face. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. You know, and so I was just really sad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you know, I just found company in one of the discotheques or the or the clubs. Yeah. You know, I just found whoever, anyone to hang out with just so I wouldn't. In Germany? In Germany, yeah. Just so I wouldn't hurt myself. Or have a moment to or have, Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, the thing is, is just it, it harkens back to his thing of like, be strong, don't do anything stupid and don't cry. And so I didn't want him to worry. And that's why, you know, I sent pictures to him of me smiling and like having a good time. Putting on a face. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to keep up this kind of impression that I think he has of me of mm. someone who's just happy and carefree and you know that nothing's wrong yeah but at the same time it just feels like not not authentic because I guess it's just so easy to form attachments or and interactions with people that are fair weathered and fun no he's not fair weathered but the situation's happy but i feel like or that you had to be that way yeah he did ask me if this is love Mm -hmm. um i don't think i ever answered him the the thing is is i just feel like now in retrospect i Mm -hmm. i feel like love is love is something that you have with someone who who sees your flaws Mm -hmm. and who knows you. And Mm -hmm. I kind of like the situation being distant because there's a type of idealized version of me that exists out there in someone else's mind. Mm -hmm. And that I feel that if he got to um, know me, eventually things about me about the way I am the truth will eventually rear its ugly head because there's something about me where I just 
really can't hide how I am. Well, that's who you are. Like, yeah, I mean, I just so I just feel like when he gets to really know me, Mm -hmm. um, I guess there's a huge part of me that's that gets really afraid. Um, that if that if he finds out and and he gets to know me like really know me that he won't like me which that's a lot of pressure i mean but you guys had been corresponding this whole time right like via email to this day like like while that was going on so you worrying about this you had been speaking to him emails and mail letter yeah but i mean but but you weren't vulnerable maybe or worried if you were vulnerable i mean there's just only so much you want to say on an email yeah (laughs) you know i mean when he if you were to come and visit and just Mm. kind of like experience your world experience my world the yeah mm-hmm. that th- that there would be a lot that I'd have to explain and but you didn't let him have that chance well I mean it was yeah it was a whirlwind yeah and and it's kind of nice and it kind of fits my avoidant yeah. attachment style do you know what or, an attachment style is no what? okay so um this might be good for our viewers <laughs> so I guess going on this Wojciech mm-hmm. t- tangent won't be completely like for nothing. <laughs> um, uh, basically, um, an attachment style. I mean, it's a, it's a huge thing in like psychology, um, mm-hmm. where the way in which your caretaker has taken care of you, and and like there's definitely there are attachment styles pretty much mm-hmm. so there's secure oh. there's fearful mm-hmm. there's um anxious and avoidant mm-hmm. and those are like kind of the main ones um, and and it, it's kind of like a spectrum and some people can depending on the situation can have an anxious one for this person and uh, an, you know a fearful one for this person in situation person? um it just depends yeah, yeah it just depends like for example like someone can be can have an anxious attachment style with their coworker mm-hmm. an avoidant one with their lover mm-hmm. you know and it, it just depends mm-hmm. but i mean it, it i i think cuz it's not really cut and dry but yeah in general some people can just have an avoidant or anxious personality and so Basically, if you have a secure attachment style, it means when you were young um, and in your formative years, throughout your formative years, too, you um, had your needs met by your primary caregivers. Mm -hmm. You like when you cried, people were attentive to you when you needed a blanket or you were hungry, like your needs were met. So people who 
have been in traumatic situations yeah. can sometimes have like an anxious attachment style. I'm, you know, I'm obviously no psychologist or therapist yeah. of any kind or like social work or anything. So, you know, kind of bear with me. I'm just kind of trying to remember what I've generally learned mm -hmm. um so if people were in like abusive situations they, like they can have like an anxious attachment style where they're just wary mm -hmm. of their caregivers right yeah. and so people who have and there's fearful i kind of i'm not really fearful so i just i kind of don't really remember that definition so you guys can look it up <laughs> um you know it's easily googleable um so by taking inventory of of all my interactions and relationships like that's it fits me like mm -hmm. the best like yeah. the best glove you know well look at all these examples of you giving the songs you avoided like the reaction oh hmm. that makes sense i mean well so, i think i kind of mentioned that i would have loved to like played these in person but i just well, I, I guess I could have made opportunities too, but yeah, in a way, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or yeah. you avoided the feeling of it, you could be rejected. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I haven't even thought of it that way, but that's interesting that you point that out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've definitely avoided. So, for our listeners who are still wanting to learn that definition, it's basically people who have avoidant attachment styles um, were kind of neglected when they were young um, by their primary caregivers, and they their needs weren't being met, and so mm -hmm. they've de developed this skin to just always fend for themselves and. Um, prevent themselves from being abandoned so they will distance themselves in intimate situations um, mm -hmm. and interactions so they can protect themselves from being abandoned and so I'll cut this out if this is like too mm. too too much mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out um, but yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just say it and you know because mm -hmm. I want to keep the cameras rolling and it's a pain in the ass to sync everything to yeah. stop it and sync it yeah. okay so um, yeah you kind of you've known me for forever yeah. and you kind of know my family dynamics mm -hmm. and things and um, but I don't know if you like necessarily knew about this um, so yeah when I was one Mm -hmm. um, I was separated from my parents mm -hmm. when, oh gosh, when I get like anxious, my uh, jaws my, clench. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, uh. for sure. Uh, okay. I'm going to work through this. I can do this. I can do this. Okay. Um, well, I think your mom mentioned why you guys were separated. Yeah. Well, she or her version her version and she likes to justify things and like she had to do what she needed to do and stuff mm -hmm. yeah and she mm -hmm. feels bad about it um i mean i don't like like feeling like a victim and relying on this reason mm -hmm. um why i'm just so aloof and weird but it kind mm -hmm. of makes everything make sense in a way I mean, I was separated, especially from her, for, like, mm -hmm. 
a couple years when I was one. And then um, I just remember like when years later she came to reunite with me and like be with me again. Mm. I was always running away from her, like always. And and my dad too. But I remember mostly from her. And I believed, I like really believed they weren't my parents. Wow. Yeah. And I remember being picked up from school. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they were picking me up, like not wanting to go in the car. Wow. And uh, back to school night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt weirded out mm-hmm. when I saw them talking to my teacher. Yeah. Because I was like, they're not my parents. <laughs> Who are your parents? Just not them. Just not them. I'll find my parents somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, mm. and I was like a super, super, super quiet kid, like mm-hmm. really quiet. Wow. And I couldn't, um, I couldn't express myself. So when, so when my parents were talking to my teacher, I just, I screamed at the top of my lungs and ran out of the room. Wow. I was literally like, <laughs> and I ran out. Wow. Yeah. Usually I can kind of segue topics to another topic, but this is like a real, this is a weird realm Mm -hmm. of, I don't know. So yeah. Okay. What we're talking about avoidance style. So yeah, I have enough evidence Mm -hmm. to claim to self-diagnose that I have an avoidant attachment style. Okay. So there we go. Um, And for listeners who are out there, your attachment style affects your relationships that you have as you grow older mm-hmm. with either your friendships and your um, romantic relationships as well. Yeah, it's basically avoidant attachment styles also have a tendency to self-sabotage and, and do things out for self-preservation, mm-hmm. as we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, and I guess to kind of like finish the story with Wojciech, that 2017, I had a boyfriend and he was writing and I was and I had to tell him like, OK, you know, I'm sorry, but like, please don't write me anymore. Because mm-hmm. I, well, one, I didn't think I would see him again, like ever again. Yeah. And then two, um, even though he was like thousands of miles away, I just didn't want to partake in any kind of derivative of cheating and yeah (laughs) so um even though it's like harmless to to write and it's not like you know the things we were writing to each other were scandalous Mm -hmm. but i just if i'm with someone i just want to like make sure my energy is is in the right place because Mm -hmm. um people friends would ask me why uh, how, why don't you guys get married and stuff even yeah. though the the story is completely crazy yeah yeah even though we've exchanged emails forever and we haven't had a lot of physical time together mm-hmm. but people were like always convinced uh but yeah marriage is is super serious even though maybe i like to joke about it with people i'm dating and stuff yeah. not joke about it but like oh hey we're gonna have like three babies or whatever but no like mm. honestly seriously getting married and having kids is like super serious i've been a nanny 
and I've taught kids of all different ages as a teacher and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really serious thing to bring someone into the world. Um, and I don't want to do it unless I can do it right and be there for my yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. When when they're born, I want to fucking be there every day for like the first five years. Yes. Because <laughs> well, otherwise they just end up like me. Because you know what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. So you're married. Yeah. You're happily married. Yes. And um, what are your... I don't know, you have any comments on from someone who's who's married about I don't know attachment styles or just the realities of being married? Well, I think like my marriage, which um, we've been it's about a year and a half, so we went through COVID together. That was fun. Um, but before all of that, we had a little. It was a um, intense, probably not a good attachment style, um, like relationship. We met in college. Um, it was just a little volatile. Um, I wasn't in a good place. He, we were in different places. We were learning about ourselves. Um, being younger in your early twenties, you don't know who you are. Um, and you might know what you want, but you don't know how you're going to get there. So um, it was a little interesting way to get to where I am now. Because um, we met in 2006-ish. Um, and we married, and we were married in 2019. And that was after, like, seeing each other on again, off again. Um, but I think it was... a a big part of our, our relationship was learning about who we are by ourselves. So that's kind of, um, we had this really like intense relationship, um, in the early, like, like 2010 or so after college. And I wasn't in a good place. I wasn't happy. I didn't like with myself, with myself, it wasn't about him, um, and I took it out on him and I think he wasn't in a place to get married. So then we kind of, we took a break. Um, and I didn't know if I, I mean, like I always thought we would end up together, but I didn't know. Like, I mean, I, like I had to put faith that it would happen. And, um, and then we took a break for a couple of years and life happened, he went through a lot where I think he realized that um, he wanted to like have me back in his life um, and realized that we did have something special. And he always knew, like in going back, he's told me um, and when we were together before we got back together, when we got married, um, it was that he always knew we would get married. It was just timing. And so the, t the timing wasn't good at first. Um, so the first like, like five or six years that I knew him, it wasn't good. We were, um, but we were always there for each other. Um, we always um, took care of one each other, one of took care at least um and touched base but um 
it was just he he lost he went through a couple losses after we broke up where he realized what was important in his life and then um and then made me feel like I was important and then I had also taken a transition where I got into yoga um so I started doing self-care and um getting a job that I was um, feeling good about myself and being able to take care of myself as an adult which I think is hard to do after in college and I like for us we um I graduated when the recession happened so it was hard to get work um and so I think that was a big part of who am I um and what am I doing with my life besides like a relationship and um so he yeah, he lost um two very significant people in his life family members and in a very short period of time and i was just there for him and um i we had seen other people and it just worked out though like the timing he reached out to me we started talking rekindling like that friendship that we had had that's how we started we're as friends and um, just having that history um, was really nice. Um, and also the fact that we were able to grow from one another or learn like and so we still like marriage is full of ups and downs. Um, but at the end of the day, I have somebody there and when we, we when we get frustrated, um, we can like take a moment and um, talk about it later when we're ready. And it's a healthier way than it was in the past. But I think it's just when you're younger, everything is pure emotion, maybe hormones, um, and trying to figure out who you are as yourself and then figuring out who you are with somebody else. Um, so now we have like, it's, it's been like this last year has really, um, been an interesting different year. Cause it's like now it's the two of us and we have his little brother with us who lives with us. So it's been three of us learning how to be a family and a unit. And, um, it's not without its like trials, but at the end of the day, we all have each other and it's, it's really nice and we all, you know, have learned from one another and have known each other for so long that um, it's, I feel like it's just helping me be even a better person or like stronger and learn more about who I am um, and what I want to do. And so I think that's been really good. I did before all of this have to like find my own voice but now I'm finding my own voice still and sharing it with somebody and then they're supporting me to do what I want to do so they're helping me because I'm still in like transition with figuring out what in the end what do I want to do for a living and he's there for me so and his brother and they're just supportive so marriage it's been a wild crazy ride um but I I'm really grateful that we were able to learn from what what we had and um, kind of like rekindle that after some time apart and then um, be where we are today and learn. I mean, 
yeah, I, it's marriage is a little crazy. It's this. It's really good, and then it's like really learn, like you have a lot of learning moments, and it's about being selfless. Um, so I think it's just that's a big growing part for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know where else to go with that. <laughs> no, that was a good like stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah, kind of flow. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I. I'm really grateful for what I've been able to experience um, and glad where it ended up and know that there's still a lot of work to happen. You know, like it's an everyday thing and it's always taking care of yourself, which is really hard to do um, when you have other people in your life. Um, I think as women, maybe, or it's just hard to not just be the caregiver, like for other people or it's like you have to take care of yourself yeah um and learning that balance and I grew up with like my mom who always gave and gave and gave of herself and so it's um like she did but she also like but it's learning that it's okay to say you know what I need to take care of myself and that's what's really good about my husband is like he's like do you need me time and I'm like yes and he's like okay and then you know we we take a moment and then we come back and we're a stronger unit unit and so I think that's just really helpful is having that conversation being able to talk and it's like being vulnerable even to this day it's I still have to be vulnerable to him and it is scary even though we're married because it's like I think I wasn't used to saying how I felt like because if I did maybe somebody will like not appreciate it or reject it and then where will I be you know and so he provides that safe space and then I do the same for him and it's weird because in my head I would always do that so it's like really understanding that he would do the same for me you know and that's a nice place to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sounds wonderful. And especially when I've kind of known and you witnessed, I witnessed some very interesting things. And of, of course, um, you know, it, it was never my place to like interject or say anything. But I was like, when you guys first started dating, I was like, ooh, this is a little chaotic <laughs> and i've definitely like had my share of chaotic shit but the thing is like with me and like my upbringing and stuff um if there's any like hint of of anything going haywire i like nope the fuck out of there like mm -hmm. as fast as i can yeah and just because i don't like any thing reminding me of my childhood yeah. so um uh, I mean, as of recently, I've kind of learned how to talk about certain things. But when it comes to certain issues that that trigger me, I just I just I, it's it's just so much easier to just leave. Mm -hmm. um, and I just I don't know. I feel like it's it's happened with interactions and relationships with people who are not discussed with today but um that uh that i don't know i guess maybe because i didn't stick around to kind of problem solve with these people like maybe i might have missed some opportunities 
So, yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's, I, because I have friends that are always, you know, have told me once they're done with the relationship, they're done. And I think with him, there was always like a chance that there still could be something. And what I drew me to him originally was that he was smart and wanted to like help people learn things and he would like tutor me in engineering classes um <laughs> and I I was like oh he's smart and like he's cute and um he's nice and so I think that just always <laughs> I don't know I was like oh smart cute nice um but then we, chaotic um <laughs> but it's just like there was something about him that um I always knew would I mean, the chaos was also partly, it was also me. Like, so it's not like he was the only cause of that. Um, It was me learning about relationships and about boundaries and about taking care of myself Um, and, and learning what I want to do. Yeah. So I, I think I just, knew at the end of the day if we could if it would all align we'd be fine (laughs) and somehow it did like somehow after a years because so by the time we got engaged it had been like over 10 years so that was over 10 years of knowing each other being friends dating not dating um and yeah so it's just like keep we kept somehow our lives kept crossing whether it be by chance or also just by you know reaching out to one another um so i think that's it's that love is is wild but it's also i think that's what's it sounds boring but i think marriage the nice part about it is just like not having to worry about um like what if or um and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. So it's, and it's, it's kind of the routine is nice and the support of one another. Like, so I think that's what right now, I think we're after all of this COVID stuff is just um, learning what we actually want to do with our lives um, and where we see ourselves. And then also supporting one another to get to our goals. So I think, and we're on the same page, which is nice. Um, Because I think that's having the same page with like finances, with like goals, with um, careers and so, you know, like, and being able to support one another is really helps make the everything a little easier. Otherwise, it just, there's, there's so many things in life that cause stress that it's nice to have somebody to be able to like bounce ideas off and be supportive and like say you're not being unrealistic I guess yeah so that's amazing yeah but I mean it's it's not perfect right um but it's but it's really you feel at the end of the day you have somebody that can like knows you almost better than you know yourself or or knows you more than you realize and then can mm. you know say well yeah like um is this what you mean and you're like yeah okay <laughs> like nice. when like when he knows when i want to have like a moment to myself or like go go do some breathing corinne and oh <laughs> go do, go do some breathing and then um i like 
he gives me that opportunity and then I know the things he likes and and I give him that chance so being there for each other yeah that's mm. that's great I mean uh, um, not that it makes me necessarily different um, but choosing a, a career in the arts mm-hmm is is interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't find the right words right now because it's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot and especially in this economy, it's mm-hmm. like not the most financially appealing thing. Especially someone in my position who's just like moved in with my parents so I can just not have a huge overhead. Yeah. And um I can like dedicate whole days to just working on shit, whether it's like the podcast stuff for the band mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever other artistic ventures. Cause you know, it's very, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not really appealing for, um, other people, um, who, who want to build things with you who like want to know your credit score (laughs) um but yeah i mean those are like like the grown-up conversations right um to just like you were mentioning earlier to have someone that supports Mm -hmm. your ideas and who doesn't say they're impossible that's really important to me that like Mm -hmm. should i have a partner that they would be very supportive of what i'm trying to do like mm-hmm. this is like being creative and the arts is where I find a lot of fulfillment and mm-hmm. I never want to not do it, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, um, that would be like an ideal situation for me to like connect with someone who truly is is supportive of my artistic endeavors. I don't think I really have met someone who has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be nice. Um, so despite, for our our listeners here, Mm -hmm. you know, you've heard some kind of wild up and down anecdotes and maybe some things that might be sad and depressing. (laughs) That's true. Like life stuff. Life stuff, right? But, you know, even though I have this um, avoidant attachment, this this deep worldview that may not be the most optimistic, Mm -hmm. I've, you know, from like, years of of therapy self-care and inner work or reflection Mm -hmm. um i do believe Mm -hmm. everyone is deserving of love Mm -hmm. and i am no exception to that so i mean even when you were saying that's why i really like your Mm -hmm. story that when you were saying like things started off chaotic with you and him and then there's a period where you didn't talk for like two years. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm <laughs> necessarily want to seek uh, relationships where I don't talk to someone for, for two, two years, years yeah. but but you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just like 
and uh, and of course i'm not condoning or encouraging any behaviors necessarily that could be toxic by any means but um if you find yourself with someone who really cares about you mm-hmm. who will be there through thick and thin and you can kind of grow out of these habits or behaviors um then it it's very well worth working through them Mm -hmm. i mean i'm 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 here i'm i'm lucky i'm able to um use art Mm -hmm. even though (laughs) i i give my art in very uh, a unabomber (laughs) avoidant fashion um I still, I still have art to cope with, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I hope that's like you have art uh, to express yourself. Yeah, yeah, and um, and luckily people like this art. Yeah. So, and it comes from me, so people like a part of me, right? Yeah. There, there's something that's salvageable about <laughs> me that's likable, right? There's a lot likable about you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah thank you no um but yeah this has been an amazing conversation mm-hmm. full of laughs and mm-hmm. a couple tears yeah. um thank you thank coco perfect <laughs> coco from san diego mm-hmm. If you or someone you know is struggling from mental health or substance use, you can call SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-4375. SAMHSA is a Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. This helpline provides 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral and information about mental and substance use disorders, prevention, and recovery in English and Spanish. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and choosing our podcast. It really means a lot. Um, If you want to see more of me with Coco from San Diego, you can watch our pre-show vlog that we streamed live on Twitch using the link up here or the link in the description below our YouTube video. Um, And it'll probably be in our notes too. Well, that concludes our guest appearances for season one. Um, If you want to see more guests or just more Pepe and Ibra in general, make sure to support our podcast with comments on YouTube videos, feedback on Anchor, and rating and reviewing our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And another way to support our podcast or our band in general is to please join our Patreon for just $5, $3, or $1 a month. You can help keep us afloat. Our band name, Glass Spirits, is one word spelled G-L-A-S-S-P-I-R-I-T-S. You can find us on most of the social media platforms under Glass Spirits. The music you hear on this episode is our podcast theme song. It's an original song by our band, Glass Spirits, called Something Unspoken. You can download Something Unspoken from all major retailers or stream it on Spotify. However, for this episode, we want to give you an audio sample of the song Together Lost in a Dream, a song that was mentioned in part two of Music Retrospective. This is an exclusive version that's not available to the public, but will soon be performed by Glass Spirits. Now, I'll leave you to enjoy the song Together Lost in a Dream. I said you were my everything, didn't